Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth with special guest Mike from the Spike Getty Bros YouTube channel and the That is correct. And the Ansem Report podcast. Yes, I do that as well. Hi. How's it going? Honored to be here. Thank you. I, we uh, are also honored. Yeah, we we actually credited awesome. you with, uh, or at least Seth did. That's how I found out about you guys, because um, he credited you with uh, catching him up to Union Cross. Yeah, that was actually uh, my brother's work. He did a lot of because I, I read some of that Union Cross stuff, and I I just my my eyes start to cross and glaze <laughs> over. But he he did a very uh, good job of just catching me up as well on that because I I, I tried to play that game. And it's I, it's really oh, not fun. No, yeah. it's just tapping your screen over and over and hoping you get the right uh, uh, pulls and all the you know. It's just no. I, and then every two hundred missions, there's a little bit of story for you. Yeah, I so. I remember. Um, I, I guess. They they release an update on it, and um, when you open it up, it, it's for like new players, and it says something like, "Hello, Kingdom Hearts three players. If you're looking for this whatever character who I forget his name that shows up in at the end of the game, he's he first shows up in mission two hundred and sixty three yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I, yeah, I yeah. haven't opened up the game, so <laughs> I opened it up to do the uh, mini games so I could get the Keyblade. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I in, I installed it um, to do that, and then when I opened the app, I saw that it had to download more stuff, and then I was like, "No, I'm j- I'm just I'm not gonna deal with this." And then somehow I completely missed two of those mini games in the actual game, and and I have no idea where they are. So yeah, I never got that keyblade. And I found I only found out yesterday that I was missing a keyblade, and I was like, "Well, here's the thing." That makes sense. Um, I played it. On, so my brother and I, we did our Let's Play of it on my PlayStation, but I also, for various reasons, had it on Xbox. I think I pre-ordered it a long time ago. And I didn't put in the code for that one, but I got that same Keyblade after a certain character shows up in mm-hmm. the end of the game. Oh, we you can, you can like, say this is the spoiler cast. We're, 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 we're okay to start Oh, yeah, no, things? this is full on. We're, well, first right. we just say spoiler alert. Yeah. I mean, it's going right. to be in the title. Uh, okay. And if you're listening when, to this, you're and and don't want to be spoiled, then you're probably an idiot. Um, <laughs> that that's true. After the the scene where Yen Sid drops down and just annihilates a bunch right. of stuff, you get Moses. that Keyblade. So I spent all this time playing these stupid mini games on this phone. And oh I didn't right, even right. Do so it. yeah, that's the uh, Starlight. Star, Starlight. Yeah, Starlight. that's the Keyblade you get from beating those mini games. Oh, okay. Because there's a Keyblade. So you, you didn't get... miss out. There's a keyblade you get in game for playing and getting high scores on all those games. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I Me. forget what it's called. <laughs> uh, and it's got it's got this weird kind of like zigzaggy look. Hmm. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I didn't do that, and I don't have the uh, the little chef keyblade yet either. I haven't finished all that. Yeah, me either. That one. Uh, I was kind of underwhelmed by it. It's just the the the, the games are very short and not fun. Yeah, the egg cracking. Oh my god! You know, we didn't talk about that during our review. You're right, we didn't. (laughs) Boy, does that the egg cracking! I nearly threw my controller against the wall multiple times. The other ones are fine, if if at most boring. Yeah, they're they're a lot easier. Bad. That one is so bad. The other ones, it's at least clear when you're supposed to press the buttons to get the the highest rating. The egg crack is just like it seems pure luck, whether you do it perfect or totally lose one time i didn't even touch the sticks and then it he cracked in and said too hard on me 
I didn't even touch the <laughs> sticks. I just held it, and I was like, what will happen if I don't crack this egg uh, ever? Well, I sit here oh forever, and then it just cracked it for me. And so the, like, oh, the form change on that one is the same as the the Hercules one shield, but it's a frying pan. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's cool, I guess. I was yeah. hoping for a separate one, but... yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I can't. I can't complain too much. I feel like they they had a lot of different forms in this game that I didn't expect. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll get when we'll get more repeats. into it when we get when we talk about that specifically. But yeah, that's just a little little teaser right at the beginning. Yeah. There you go, everybody. I, I hijacked the conversation. Right oh, I, I have a feeling that's going to be happening a lot. Um, just I, I tend to do so, that. Honestly, honestly, the game, the story at least of Kingdom Hearts, it plays out like a bunch of people having a conversation that each of them continues to hijack over and over with yes with completely random different subjects and then one of them turns to you and says hey if you don't get what's going on look at your gummy phone yeah. that was the greatest scene i laughed so hard at that <laughs> i couldn't believe it i looked at my brother and i said are you kidding me they they literally just said hey axel if you don't get it look at your it's gummy like, phone jim and he's wink, like wink. i made i made a wiki for you <laughs> yeah. for all of you just yeah. in case this story oh. is too confusing. It was a great scene. I love it, though. Only in Kingdom Hearts can that so, happen. So yeah. I feel like there was a lot of uh, looking at the player and winking moments like that. There were. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. This, I think every one of Axel's scenes is that, yeah, basically. Essentially, yeah, essentially. The, the Kingdom Hearts 2.9 at the beginning, which we didn't bring yep. up in the last episode, um, that was insane to me. When that happened, I audibly laughed out loud. Um, well, what's interesting about that too is you guys talked about uh, in your previous episode that Hercules looked so much more. Uh, it wasn't as graphically impressive as the rest of the game, right? I'm wondering if that was like his response to that too was like, "Oh, that that wasn't three, that was two point nine. So <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Don't worry about that. That's okay. <laughs> like it's now you're in three. Now it's the real deal. Um, there was another moment where the the characters were just saying that it feels like we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> and it was, yeah. it was right in the middle of the game. I think it was, it had to be before monsters Inc because I feel like after monsters Inc is where they did start to do more story stuff. Um, at least with the organization and Hey guys, one second. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> well, um, we should probably continue yeah. talking while he is away. So, I I really think that once you see Vanitas in Monsters Inc., the the story does start to progress more. In yeah, my opinion, uh, maybe I think you just have a, a soft spot for the Monsters Inc. world. Well, I also have a soft spot for when Sully grabs Vanitas and just yeets him through a door. And, yes, that was that was incredible. And then continues to yeet door after door through other doors. And in my opinion, I'm still not sure how Vanitas got out of that because. Oh, I love that, that was, scene. I, that... It's a multidimensional <laughs> issue going on with that scene. And <laughs> I'm still not sure how Vanitas got out. Well, also, also <laughs> they, um, they make this big point of Sora locking up the door. They threw uh, yes. Randall in, but he doesn't want to lock the door Vanitas was in. They just shred that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of logical inconsistency at, at like that but i mean i could i could accept it right there because that moment was amazing and clearly played it was for there's, there's a lot of good uh memes on the reddit with uh like yetus vanitas and it's just 
yep. Sully throwing Vanitas off things. It's great. Yeah, I, I, I love that scene. That was Monsters uh, Inc. was probably my favorite world, nice. even though it was the most linear, <laughs> and and uh, you didn't you didn't do a lot of exploring or anything, but just the the way they I loved how they took what what's basically a sequel of the movie and made it a story. They didn't just rehash the movie. They did yeah. the same thing with Big Hero Six, where they uh, it was it was the sequel to Big Hero Six, so to speak. And I, I really enjoyed when they did that. But when they did the whole oh um, Elsa's a princess of heart uh, that we just added in, so we had a reason to be in this world. Uh, I, I wasn't a big fan man. of that. The princess of heart issue. They never used it. They they used it as an excuse to talk to these characters, like oh they passed right. on the the heart. But it never came up later. They never used the princesses to do anything. It was it was just so they could find a reason to put those two worlds in the game. Uh, I actually read an interview recently from before, from like a couple of years ago, where uh, Tetsuya Nomura, the creator of Kingdom Hearts, said that they Frozen was given to them to be in the game before Frozen even came out as a movie. Mm. Okay. So he did. He they didn't even know what it was, and he's like it. Luckily for us, it came out and was a big success. Ha 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 ha. You know? But that's interesting. So they had to find ways to make these worlds work. I think Disney said, hey, you have to use these two worlds. And Disney probably thought the game was coming out in like 2013 at that point. Yeah. But uh, joke's on them, I guess. I guess we can we kind of segue this, segue this into um, I want to talk about a little bit about um, what we think might have been like cut from the game. Um, because I think in all of the Disney worlds, it's weird that there are these kind of, now it could be a case of, it is like you say, and they are, they were just finding excuses to actually be in these worlds, but it seems to me a lot like there are these story threads that were planned, like it feels like they were supposed to go somewhere and then, um, suspiciously they never do, uh, and, Mm -hmm. and, and like the, we say the whole thing about the the new princesses of heart that kind of there's all this foreboding stuff about it with Marluxia and and Larxene, um and then they never show up again and we really never talk to those two characters at all that much more um there's the whole the the thing with 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 Vexen um and him wanting to the whole Vexen plot is very strange to me because it seems like they couldn't decide whether they wanted him to be a bad guy or not. Um, and so I'm just wondering, what, what do you think about the the idea like of, of stuff that, what do you think was, was originally planned to be there that no longer is there anymore? Mm, uh, I, the Princess of Heart thing, I really do think that was just their way of getting around that. Uh, because I I don't think they're gonna re- come back to that in the next game. Yeah, I do think Vexen, uh, it it was a little confusing because they the way they cut it up. Mm-hmm. But you know he he says, oh I'm I'm back in the organization, and then he saves Ansem, the wise, and then he talks to Diamix about bringing bringing the vessel and Ansem the wise to Yenzo. Uh. I, I really think his story of, of redemption was what he wanted the whole time, but he's just he was just being a good actor towards Syax when they talked to him. I could say that of science, and he does he, How, did, he did have a really 
outstandingly creepy voice that made you assume he was a bad guy. Well, and that's I think that they played that in their favor because he's just, he looks like a bad guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, he just the, everything about him he looks kind of like a snake. He's just, it, but I do think what's weird about that storyline in general is that they never revealed who the other person they were working with was. Yep, who this other traitor was, and you don't get any sense of it from any of the uh, organization characters when you defeat them. Uh, you don't get uh, people are like, well, maybe it was Syax or maybe it was Marluxia or, but we don't know that they, they never tell us. I don't know if that's something that's going to be revealed later or possibly they're going to add it via final mix style yeah. DLC. I don't know, but you're right. There is a mystery there that I don't know if it was cut or intentionally left that way. So and oh, go ahead, Seth. Uh, and it's not even like storylines. I think, it feels like there there had to have been down the line like cut well we know for a fact that um the mysterious tower world um that was cut from the game because i guess yep. in in previous trailers they they showed Sora battling in it um you look at twilight town which it feels like even though even as beautiful as it is compared to the other games it feels um like mysteriously sparse and lacking and yeah. um and I guess there could be reasons for that but even in in other levels like one of the most conspicuous to me is in um Frozen how they have the whole interior of the Frozen Palace modeled and yet you can't go in it for some reason um yep. and there there are moments like that throughout the game where it's like there uh I I know that um that now that we're, this is end game stuff but I know that uh in there was a closed doors trailer I think uh, or closed doors. I don't know if it was demo or trailer uh, when the game was announced that had Sora running around Scala at Kylum, the the final location in the game. Yep. And it was an actual location. And once you get there in the in the game, it's just the location of a boss battle. Um, yeah. So you know there was that stuff. There there had there is stuff out there that um, was orig- at least at some point planned to be in it that is no longer in the game. Right. And, and it feels to, apparent to me in a lot of spaces. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Scald Kayim stuff was disappointing for sure. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so I went back and I I maybe mad madman like watched all the trailers in order to see when they showed us Yensen's tower. Because in my head I was gonna forgive it if it was very early. Um but it, it was during the twenty sixteen Jump Fiesta trailer, which was only like two years ago. <laughs> so it wasn't. I guess it, in in the grand scheme of how long it took, I guess that is relatively recent. Well, the first trailer is, we saw was back. in twenty thirteen. So it's yeah. that was the one of Sora picking up Ericus's Keyblade, right? Was that the first no, one? No, that was a. It's it's just battle. Like there, he's fighting to get oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, tower. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was the one where they showed off the um, the shooter attraction, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where they yeah. did that. I I remember being being very hyped for that, and then every time it pops up in the game, it's like, Ugh, it's the worst. Please one. go away. <laughs> it's it's the worst it one is. for sure. But my my theory on that in particular, Yensen's Tower, is that's probably a area they were like, well, we could put fighting here, and then they realized it was inconsequential to anything, and they didn't. So use it. it, and it's not a very big area. It's you know, I don't know. That that's my theory, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but it it's strange though because. There have like in every 
in each of the previous games, I feel like there have been these kind of insignificant places that are only there to facilitate cutscenes, but they're still, like, fully developed worlds that you can run around. Um, and I feel like, like, even looking at, at the 100 Acre Wood, there's no way that was all they originally planned for that to be yeah, in. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, I actually like that, though. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind I mean, of a it, it was Hundred Acre Wood hater. <laughs> in in the other games where I I don't I don't really want to spend that much time there, but I have to. Right. Uh, I was I was like, wow, thirty minutes and I'm out of here. All right, good deal. Yeah, but I felt that way about this. I did find, too. I did find Lumpy very adorable, and I wish there was more <laughs> Lumpy. But that's yeah. that's my only regret. My uh, I I'm just curious why, and I have a note here that says, um, barely any interiors and almost any map. Because it's so weird that there's there's stuff in like, and maybe it's just because I love Tangled and this bothered me. But in Tangled, if you search around the foggy area, you you can find the secret entrance to the Snuggly Duckling. And you can even, if you run up some rocks, I saw it on Reddit today, you can actually see the outside of the Snuggly Duckling. Like it's it's over there they've built the outside of it. It's not just like a 2d, you know, screen that they put in the game. So it's, there's just stuff in the game that I figured like Seth said earlier with the ice castle. Um, and like Jensen's tower, there's no nice interior areas kind of like, uh, like Merlin's, uh, house in Traverse town. Like, there's no kind of neat places like that in this game, which is very strange. Yeah, now that I think about it, you, you're right. You don't really go into buildings and worlds. Yeah, you, you yeah. go into Hero's Garage, and that's about it. And yeah. and, and there's no... You can't even... Heroes, Heroes Garage... The whole Big Hero 6 world is kind of... It's weirdly structured. Um, but, but the way, like, Hero's Garage is entirely separate from, from the world. Um, I guess... This is one of my issues with the game, and it has to do with this stuff. I feel like the game presents itself, um, and it has this... It's like a mirage, basically, of being a much larger game than it is. Like, you go back, the trailers, um, they make these locations seem like these gigantic places. Um, And to their credit, a lot of them are. But when you're actually playing it, it feels... It feels a lot smaller to me um, than than the way it looks. Um, and like with the Keyblades, the, the way they showed off the transformations, um, it made it. I, it gave you the idea that each one has like an individual thing, and then you get them, in, and it's actually well, a bunch of these kind of repeat stuff. Um, and I know that this. A game that's been in development for this long is is going to uh, you're going to be able to see the cracks in it just because uh, uh, if it was a if it was a smooth development stuff like this wouldn't be apparent and it wouldn't have taken as long. Um, but it's just it as much as I enjoyed the game, it it left me with this sensation that there is more like behind the curtain that I wish that I, that I want to see, but is 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 not available to me. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty fair assessment of it. I think uh they 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 ran out of time on some things. I don't think the development of it 
I find it hard to believe they started this game in in 2013 or whenever they said they did. Mm-hmm. I I just I find it hard to believe. Uh, maybe they had started cutscenes or Hercules World or whatever it was. I know they switched engines in the middle. Yeah. Um, and that probably has an effect on things. But yeah, it, there is a lot of stuff that seems unfinished with it, and just uh, it it does leave you going, oh, I wish I could do that. You know, I I think that's. In my in my opinion, though, that's kind of what Kingdom Hearts has always been. That's true. Yeah. It's it you know if be you go Kingdom Hearts without some rough around the edges stuff. If you go back to like the first worlds and people people always talk about, well, Kingdom Hearts one, there there you could explore more in Kingdom Hearts two. They were just corridors, and I was like, they weren't. You couldn't explore that much more in Kingdom Hearts one yeah. than you could in two. I think three is a vast improvement on both of those. Yes, there, but it's still no not where it needs to be. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, hopefully, hopefully the next one they'll they'll figure some stuff out. So, well, the next one's gonna be on the Nintendo DS or something. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. Um, I do want to maybe pivot to what we feel was cut out of the story, because uh, I, I I have a couple notes of that. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I think we can go full on. So we uh, on our episode we did we went through like most of the. Uh, our rules were that we were going to stick to the stuff that was in the trailer, and so that means like the beginning of the game through the the Disney worlds. So I think right. we can go uh, we can go full into like um, the end game uh, stuff that's going on. Well, wait a yeah, uh, we gotta we have to touch on the one plot line that was just left in the middle of nowhere, where Marluxia and Larxene. And I can't remember who else was there, but the Luxord and Demix yeah, are talking to Zemnis, and he tells them, "Ah, we we need to utilize your ancient uh, Keyblade legacy, your lineage," and nothing, nothing else from for the rest of the game is brought up about it. Yeah, yeah, I found that pretty strange. Uh, when you think about it, though. And if you go, this this has something to do with the mobile game. Yeah, yeah. I, it makes a lot more sense. And I know that's a frustrating answer. Yeah, I that's the answer I got on Reddit, and because I yeah. I brought it up on Reddit, hoping that maybe I missed something in a cutscene that a eagle-eyed viewer would have seen, and they're like, "Lol, it's just Nomura wanting you to play a stupid mobile game," and I'm just like, yeah, no. See, well, I I get that. I mean, it's, you have to have played the game or at least watch videos about it um, to understand that. But I, I feel like they, it is heavily implied that like they're going to reveal that they were Keyblade wielders to Sora at some point. Um, yeah, I agree. And then they mostly disappear from the story until the final battle. Yeah. And yeah. and frankly, I... they have very strange... Uh, the, the, all of their cutscenes in the final battle were very weird. Yes. Uh, and so you... maybe that that plays into it. It's... Well, Marluxia to me wasn't as weird because he, uh, yeah, it's just as jumping around. But when when you go to the final world with Sora mm-hmm. and you you collect the pieces of him and you talk to those stars that are there, do you, did you guys talk to those stars so at all? Yeah. I I have notes because I thought I talked to them all, and I watched gameplay of that area today. And boy, did I not talk to them all. Yes, <laughs> like it's so weird. There's one that's like they're, they're invisible. Yeah, like yeah. you can't see them with the. You have to be right up next to them. Like I kind of stumbled into the one and into the two of them that have actual cutscenes. Yeah, 
There's one that's very important that you talk to because yeah. otherwise a scene later doesn't make sense. And then there's one that people believe is Starletzia, which is yeah, Mar- Lorium Marluxia's Lorium, his sister who was killed in Union Cross. Yeah. So when Marluxia, when he dies, he goes, "I've remembered my purpose. I know what I'm here for, and mm. it's all thanks to you, Sora." Oh my! He's remembering who he is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So I, I that was, I was glad now. about that one. Like I had, I had a lot of issues with how they portrayed Marluxia earlier in the game. Um. So I was glad that he ha- kind of had that turnaround moment right at yeah, the end. Um, definitely. But like, Larxene, she says something something about how she was just along for the ride with someone, uh, and it's kind of left up to debate who that is. Um, and it doesn't. And, and in in the game, you're like, what what is happening here? And then yeah. and then Luxord gives you this this wild card, and he says, "This will be of use to you later on." And then not, that that does nothing. And then DMix never appears ever yeah, again right. after delivering the body. You don't see the stupid sitar ever again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how long is he going to tune that thing before he plays it? <laughs> yeah, that was... that He's was just standing there on that rock tuning it. I constantly. kept waiting for him to stop doing it and actually interact in that cutscene, and nope. They, they... Well, he would talk, but he'd still just be... Yep. Like, and there's no sound, <laughs> they... so you don't know what he's... They programmed oh, one animation for him and just were like, yeah, this is yeah. all right. Well, I mean, have you guys ever met anybody who can play guitar and has a guitar with them? <laughs> that's true. That's pretty. It's pretty accurate, yeah, right? That's they're true. They're constantly just playing on it, and you're trying to have a conversation with them, and they're like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> uh, the the lark scene. My theory on the lark scene thing is that she is with Marluxia, and she wants to be with Marluxia, and that's the only thing that really makes sense because they're the only two characters that have been revealed in Union Cross to be in that time, and then come to this time. The Luxord thing is very strange because they didn't talk about the card wild card he gave him again. Yep. And you don't talk about if he's a Keyblade Master or a Keyblade Wielder or not. And it just and he's his boss fight's so easy. Yep. He's like, Wow, Sora, you're really good at games. And it's like, well, if this is all it takes to be good at games, then I'm good at games. I love that it was this run around a circle. This weird, like, oh, maybe we'll get to play again someday. And it's like you your goal was to kill him. Like what Yeah. And also, well, he, they, he did that after, I guess, Ansem uh, or Zemnis gave him a power boost. And it was like, wait a minute, that that's what you use with this? Right. He's like, just what I needed to do the same thing I did in Kingdom Hearts 2, but easier. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, it's they try to humanize every almost everybody that you, um, yeah, to, that you destroy. Except for young Zayadort, who is just a jerk. Yeah. Yes. He is. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's just he's probably idiot. the best character in this game. <laughs> Uh, I wish he was in it more, just because he was a hundred percent a bad guy the whole time. Yeah, yeah he doesn't he doesn't care. Uh, yeah, they they try to humanize every one of those characters, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I really liked Vanitas's, and I know we're kind of jumping to this area now, but Vanitas he's just like you know I'm darkness. That's what I am. It doesn't matter, you know. And I I really enjoyed that he stuck to his guns. Yeah. And then the Zigbar one was weird. But it's weird for a purpose. Yeah, I feel that like I, later. I okay, we'll talk about that later. I feel like yeah. what happens with him um, is undermined by the ending of the game, and also undermines the ending of the game. I don't, I don't feel like those two cutscenes worked at all together. Um, mm, but we'll okay. talk about that. Uh, I, yeah, for sure. Let's back up a bit um, so we can kind of set. Yeah, we're, we're set, all over the place. We can set this the stage for what we're actually talking about. Oh yeah, because we um, missed a crazy plot point. Yes, well, a lot of them. <laughs> we missed a few, I think. I told you I do this. I, I tend to 
take over conversations and lead them in directions yeah. they shouldn't be. I'm actually a terrible podcast host too. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's it's fun when it's wild. Okay, so we we've talked in the in the previous podcasts we've talked about the uh, Disney worlds. Um, so you get through the last one. Uh, I did Big Hero Six last, um, and then you leave and you get this deluge of like half an hour of cutscenes. Oh my gosh! Where yes, it was basically great. everything is happening. Um, you, uh, I'm trying to remember them all in order. Uh, I, I remember the important things are you, you uh, go to Destiny Island. Yeah, Sora shows up at Destiny Island somehow, uh, finds, was that, it's, that was Arrakis's Keyblade, yes. right? Arrakis's Keyblade, yep. Uh, and that opens the door to. Which, by the way, that the, scene was shown in the second Kingdom Hearts tra- 3 trailer. Yeah. Just as an aside, yep. after I beat the game, I was, um, I was dumbfounded by the amount of late game stuff that was shown in these trailers. Yeah, uh, and and Don't... they it worked because the stuff like all the stuff they showed there was no context to it, and it's all out of context. And you're just like, yeah. what is happening? But it was uh, a hilarious amount of stuff at the very end of the game they showed. If you want to have your mind blown, go watch the Kingdom Hearts two uh, trailer, mm-hmm. commercial trailer, and you'll it, it's the exact same thing. Like they're showing Roxas, yeah. they're show, you know. It's it's insane. He's been that's what he does. He just puts all of his important stuff in trailers without context to make you think. But you, it gets to the point where you're playing the game, and you kind of know what's coming a little bit. Yeah, I think that that probably has to has, plays into the, some of the, the issues I had about thinking the game is larger or it should be larger. Is that when right. you see everything and then you you expect that there's more, but then if you find out, oh no, it's just all the stuff that I've seen before. Right. Um, so. We get we get that key, Erica's keyblade. Sora goes to the oh, what was the name of that place? The the dark world. No, it's it's got this dumb name. The the because it's oh, it's uh, that beach. the actual shore. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I can't. I think remember. they. Yeah, I don't I remember what they call it. Remember the name of it. We specifically, I, I we made sure to specifically talk about it by name in in a uh, in our um in our catch up podcast uh, multiple times. Um, uh, so you go there and you get into this. Well, first of all, you were con- were you controlling Riku before this? Yes. Yeah, you Sora goes into the door, you control Riku and I think you lose. Right, you you're fighting all these heartless and then they swallow up well, Mickey. Well, no, you you beat you beat the health bar down, but then it makes you lose and right. then Sora drops in at the last second to to guard Riku. Yeah, and then almost you, like a anime superhero. Yeah, it was great. I loved how the prompt of that fight, you got a, a special prompt that just said Sora. Yeah. Yeah, that was yep. great. it was great. Um, yeah, he shows up, uh, and then you you get to you get to fight Aqua as Sora, and the famous Aqua got Norded scene um, that everyone no one no one had any idea what was going on, and it, it was it was a pretty fun fight, um, I think. Uh, and then yeah, she's... It, it was very similar to her zero point two fragmentary pat, whatever the name of that yeah. game is. Uh, it, it's very similar to that fight. Yeah, when when you fight Phantom Aqua. Um, and then she saved, which is all great. Uh, I'm still not exactly sure why that worked, uh, but you know, it's Sora. He connects with people. He's able to drag her out from the darkness. Um, and then we transition almost instantly into, uh, going to Castle Oblivion and rescuing Vin, which was cool. And you finally get to control Aqua in the game. That was awesome. Fighting Vanitas, which was really fun. It was really cool how, um... at least for me, I basically I, I walloped the guy, and uh, and it was cool because you're like, oh, this is an actual Keyblade Master, and she is freaking strong. 
Yeah. Yeah. She she controls very uh she's very ballerina like mm-hmm. in her control. A lot of spinning, a lot of floating, a lot of and she's she's just really fun to control. So it was cool that not only did we get to control Riku in this game, we gotta control Aqua as well. I will say though, I I thought this was one of the things that I I sort of half expect is going to be added down the line. Um and we'll we'll talk about DLC uh later. Um but I I really I expected there to be more Riku gameplay in this game. Um Yeah, I was maybe tricked by um tricked by Kingdom Hearts 3DS, which the really gave you a lot of Riku gameplay. I mean half yeah, half the game is Riku. And yeah. so I really thought we'd get more, but you know, that's how it goes. Um, so yeah, all this stuff is happening like bam, bam, bam. Um, and this is, and it's very, it's kind of indicative of the whole end game is that stuff. And it was one of the issues stuff just kind of happens. Um, like I there is story reasons for the stuff to be happening, but I don't feel like, um, the story led you to this stuff happening. Um, now the, the Aqua and Venta stuff, uh, is kind of like we knew it was going to happen, but the, like the compared to the struggle it had taken to do all the other stuff, you finally get to the very hard stuff, the in theory, very hard stuff. And it, and it all happens instantly. It was while at the same, while on one hand it was cool, like to watch it happen. It like in retrospect, it seems it's kind of weird to me that everything kind of just falls into place perfectly like it does right yeah and like my my biggest thing especially with the aqua fight is there's not really any surprises there yeah. right we we've pretty much seen every part of that we uh we besides riku fighting her but we we've seen sora fighting her because in one of the uh one of the japanese um conferences they showed off sora versus aqua gameplay yeah mm-hmm. uh we've seen Sora reaching through the water with his hand and her reaching up. Like, this is all stuff we've seen before, and yeah. it's, it, it, it's it's expected, but it's still cool. Like, I still really loved the moment right. when she realizes she's in the world of light. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big Aqua, Mark. I, I really love Aqua. <laughs> uh, if you've listened to our podcast, you you know that. But um, So I, I was really happy specifically with that. And I, I love I love Ven and Venitas in general. They're they're kind of yin yang relationship, and so it's always cool when they're around. But again, it wasn't anything surprising for sure. So what yeah, was surprising um, to me was how dope Miggy's new Keyblade looks. Uh, oh, that's, that's pretty probably cool. my favorite new Keyblade in the game. All right, this is another thing that really frustrated me. Um, there is a scene like when you first see when you first see them on the dark margin. That's what it's called. I remember the name. Uh, Riku yep, and Aqua are on the dark. Riku and Mickey are on the dark margin, and both of their key like they can't defeat this heartless monster. Uh, Riku's keyblade gets broken, um, so they leave, and then you see them um, at some point in Yensen's tower saying, "We need stronger keyblades." And then the next time you see them, they just have them. Um, and I guess this is not an important plot point, uh, but it really bothered me that I did not ever see how they got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yen Sid just does things, man. Yeah. You can't you can't question he's, Yen Sid. He's a literal he, Deus Ex Machina in this game. It's it it's funny you say that, because when me and my brother were playing through it, 
and he started to shine down in that scene I referenced earlier, I said, what deuce ex machina is going to save us now? <laughs> and there's Yen Sid blowing up everybody. And I was uh, just like, oh, right. Literally, it's like one after the other, I, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that scene, it is for I sure. I said Seth in all caps when that happened. Uh, what? He's Moses? Because <laughs> I just. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Parting the Dead Sea. Yeah. Coked out Moses came down and he's, he's yeah. yeah. I, I love Yen Sid, though. I, I screamed like a little girl when that happened, actually. All right. So then. Like, we ten o'clock at night. <laughs> we leave. Uh, we have we have all the 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 pieces of the chessboard um, gathered, and we go to the Keyblade Graveyard. Uh, before beforehand, though, we take a pit stop in this insane maze in Gummy Space. Uh, I remember when I spawned into that, I was like, "You have to be kidding me! This can't be." This sorry, that just popped up. <laughs> Like when I when I I forget what that that space is, but the final um, gummy area, and you spawn in, and there's all these walls around you, and I was like, this can't be what they put here, right? And then it was. Yeah. It was this huge maze that was a pain to to go through. Yeah, it was so hard to control. It, it, I mean, it's that trope that like Star Fox uses, and all g- games like yeah. that use, where you you go do an inside building, but it it was not ugh, being able not to fun. look up and down. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea to put you in a box where you'd have to spiral down by going in circles while moving down yep. as far as you go. It, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you did it, but it's even worse when you're going through trying to get all of the uh, the special pieces, the, the, the blueprint pieces. No, I, I know that you said to try that. I tried to make the gummy thing better for me. I just prayed that nothing interacted with me and went forward as fast as possible always so yeah i i think the gummy the whole gummy thing in general was a little bit of a miss i think they tried to be make it more because i think that's what people were asking for but they didn't it wasn't enough the controls weren't good enough to to float it it like in in that 3d space the controls were okay but then you box box us in it it, it goes into a a 2d space and it's just yeah, it was it was it was a pain to to do. Yeah, for sure. Right, so we get to the Keyblade Graveyard. Um, a lot of stuff starts to happen. Yeah, it it goes. You when you arrive there, um, does the big encounter start like right away? I can't remember exactly. Well, you first, yeah, you you get there, and. Uh, there's just a whole ton of Heartless for the sequel to the Thousand Heartless battle from Kingdom Hearts 2, which I I actually really enjoyed that part. Yeah, it was cool. I felt like the game was kind of building to it with all the options you have in combat. Because yeah. in that battle, it was like, just use them all. Yep. Just everything you got, just throw it at them. It was... Now, some of the Heartless weren't actually enemies, <laughs> but it was still cool when you shot that fist out of your Nano Keyblade to see it clear that whole yes. you know line and... Uh, the you reusing the big the big magic mountain coaster again. Yes. Yeah, was super cool. I, I love that moment because you're just like, and I, I like halfway through you get the option to do the finish, and I I did it like through the entire bar just because it was fun. Uh, blasting yeah, the the pile and watching all the heartless disappear. I agree, and some they were still spawning like regular heartless that you'd get XP for yeah. too. So it was it was your advantage to do that. But yeah, that that was so cool. I I, I had such a blast with that. And then stuff starts to kind of fall off the rails a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, until we get back to our our little Keyblade Graveyard like labyrinth, but the in between time. Yeah, is a it's very long. strange. You go into this 
kind of uh, you, you run through this tunnel and you see all the guys standing. So you, you go in and you get into this cutscene, um, and we and we see Terra, regular Terra, standing there, and Aqua and Van run over, and it turns out to be Xehanort. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure how what the deal with all of the the vessels uh, was. I guess it makes sense that he was there. Um, I think I don't know. Uh, so it it, it kind of does because if you take uh, Ansem from the first game, answer Ansem Sod, yep, and you take Zenmus from the second game, they were technically his heartless and his nobody. Yeah, they right? were they were Terranorts. So it, the only thing that confuses me about that is you killed them both, so he responds, but then also Master Xehanort yes. responds. So that's um, what's confusing about it is they both came back. Time travel, and baby. I guess I guess they could say that somehow through the magic of storytelling, um, Terra came back normal, which allowed Master Xehanort to somehow respawn, and then I guess Master Xehanort took control of him again or something. That's what I've read. A lot of people say they don't explain that obviously. Yeah, that's but just but at, at the sense but at it. the same time, the first time Master Xehanort did that, he had to give up his regular body. So I don't know why it would work. Um, but I guess he developed some ability to shoot part of his his heart into well, he, other people. He knows how to nort people now, whatever yeah. that means. He, which we don't. I don't even now watching playing this game. I don't even know if that's even a thing. Right. Anymore. It like you, you. It used to be that we knew what it was. Because um, like the the first time it was when he took over he took over Terra's body. Right. And like it. And but in subsequent times, it's like I don't know because. I guess people have yellow eyes for no reason, right? And, and, they, and they they act independently. Yes, and some of them are plotting to betray him while they should still be under his control. Yeah, um, right. Because we thought it was like a hive mind or something, yeah. where he knew everything. But if uh, Vexen is able to betray him while being norted, I have no. I idea mean, that's how he detailed then, it in Dream Drop Distance. Was there would be no issues this time because people gave their vessels over to him for him to control, and. So unless Vexen showed up to Syax with some yellow contacts in and said, "Hey man, I'm evil. I'm in." I don't understand how that makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh Oof. so yeah, we get to that moment, uh they fight. Um I I actually I wouldn't I, even call it a fight. He just he yeah, beats he, up he, Ventus and he beats up Axel. Yep, and then uh Donald uses Zeta Flare, which I thought was awesome, but then I think Donald dies. Uh He faints. Yeah. I I like to think that he died. Just oh, like yeah, keeping enough. with how when Goofy died in Kingdom Hearts two, yeah, yeah, it was his turn. Um, and and then everyone's gone, and this huge wave of Heartless comes up. It was like a tornado or something, and it swallows everyone up. And Sora has this moment like that we saw in the in the trailer where he was like, "If I have no one, then I'm not strong." And Riku says, "You don't believe that," and they all get swallowed up. It was very strange. The like I was like, what is happening? And but then yeah. it led to what I thought was maybe the most surprising moment of the game for me. Like I, I did not see it coming at all. Where Sora, Sora straight up dies and goes to the afterlife, yeah, um, right? And you run around in the uh, the final world, which is uh, you you saw at the beginning of the game, um, in the tutorial well, the, section. The Chirithi makes that weird comment. Oh, you come here when you're dreaming sometimes, yeah. but I don't really mind. It's like what? Yeah. Sora dies in his dreams? What, what does that mean? <laughs> but it, and 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 thus we go and we go into the section of Sora running around uh different weird 3D spaces collecting um ghosts of himself to complete himself. I wonder um, I wonder if Chirithi took the 
Instagram picture of Sora for him. One of the times he was there with the gummy phone. Oh, that's true. I thought that was so strange because I got that Instagram picture way before oh, yeah. I got to I, the That was oh, like yeah. my first one. <laughs> I don't think there's no... Uh, and he was like, it's so beautiful here. And I was like, wait, what? We're... There's no... Um, there's. No... I thought that was the tutorial. I didn't realize that was yeah, the plot there's no, there's, there's no timeline going on and, and with these Instagram pics. Uh, it's it, Rather than showing it in chronological order, they have an algorithm. Uh, that everyone hates that shows you the things you think are most um most relevant. <laughs> mm, so it's like real social media. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair so enough. I thought I thought that section was cool if a little confusing. Um cuz there's this very important missable cutscene where you talk to Namine's ghost and she talks about uh Terra and Lingering Will. Um, yes. And even even <laughs> seeing that like so, so David, when that happened, he was so confused, and I had to explain to him yeah, afterward what because happened. Because I didn't talk to that star, and if I would have talked to that star, the lingering will thing would have made more sense. But right, it would it would be funny. What they should have done is if you didn't talk to that star, the cutscene just plays the same way, and you have, you have to, to go do back. it again. You have to do it that again would, until that you would talk be to amazing, that star. Actually, I I kind of expected that to happen at one point. Um. Also, there are all these other stars that tell you things, and the way that uh, Tetsuya Nomura does things, it, like, I was reading everyone and trying to piece out, like, who are these people and who are they talking about, and I'm not sure that any of them uh, are anything, actually. No, it sounds like it was just a bunch of existential stuff. Yeah, uh, but Bad also, man. you talked about Chirithi, uh, who, again, is from Union Cross, um, and says something about having a friend that they're waiting for that doesn't remember them. Uh, and by the end, you figure out that it's Ventus. Uh, and this is another thing, like, that is not broached at all, uh, that he was there around, like, 100 years ago during Union well, Cross. And... They haven't even gotten to where he has a Cherithy yet yeah. in that game. And so, they're still, like, making so them. So I was a lot able to kind of deal with some of the weird Union Cross stuff because I know that story is not finished and maybe by the end it'll tie better into. But it's also weird that they would lean on those storylines so much of a game that does not even have the information for you to figure out what's going on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The way I see it though is all the stuff they referenced in Union Cross, it's really inconsequential. Yeah. Like to this game, like it, it sounds like it's stuff that's building towards the next game. So like. If you didn't know who his friend was that he was waiting for, you and you saw him with Ventus at the end, you just go, "Oh, it's Ventus." Right. Okay. I don't know why that is, but does it matter? No, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I said that in the last cast that the the, the game mostly does it, it gives you the information that you need to get through the story. Um, it doesn't right. necessarily give you the information to understand what's happening in the story. I don't even no. think that playing all the games gives you the under uh, information to understand what's happening in the story. Right. Um, I would agree with that, yeah. Uh, so then we come back to the Keyblade Graveyard. Uh, the same scene happens. Uh, Terranord is there, but all of a sudden, uh, when he's about to knock out Ventus, uh, Lingering Will shows up and, and beats his butt. Uh, that was a cool cutscene, like the all his, the Keyblade transformations and how he just totally whoops him. Uh, and then Yeah, he does all the stuff that uh, makes you mad when you try to fight Lingering yeah. Will in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mode. So uh, I had never done that. And so I'm texting Seth, all caps, what Keyblade Whip? Like, about every transformation. <laughs> and I did. I just didn't know Lingering Will existed. 
Um, yeah. Because I, I didn't play Birth by Sleep or like have any connection to it. And so I feel... Well, he's he's in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix as a secret boss. Yes. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, like, I know we just said it gives you the information. That was a real curveball for me until Seth... Honestly, it, it was it was confusing for me. <laughs> Knowing who Lingering Will is, uh, or what Lingering Will is, and having talked to the nominee spirit in the final world, I still was like, what the heck? Why is he here now and not here before? Like, I didn't... I don't think that it was explicit enough that... Uh, and maybe this this might just be me, but I was not able to connect the dots immediately when it happened. Like I was like, "Well, this is cool. I'm glad that he showed up, but also I don't know why." I connected it, but in my head, I'm like, "Wait, so she just has um, his phone number yeah. or something? Like what? <laughs> what was he doing otherwise? Yeah. How does he not know this is? He's just a he's a soul basically that is waiting to return to his body. Do you think he'd just follow Terranor wherever he goes? Yeah." Um, so I, I, that's what's confusing about to me is that he had to be called in the first place. Yeah, but you think uh, he would? Yeah. He like where else is he gonna go? He was there right. in Kingdom Hearts two. Why isn't he there right. now? Right, where it, <laughs> it was it's weird. It's literally that exact spot I think <laughs> that he's in. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> and then, and then we the the big heartless tornado comes up, and all of a sudden, oh my god, David! Listen, I Marion brought her friend home. I don't. Uh, pardon the dog. Uh, so then we see another cutscene of Sora talking to another mystery person, uh, who is in Union Cross, uh, in the 263rd story mission. Um, Ephemer. Yeah. Uh, I can never remember his name. Um, and. Yeah, it's a stupid name. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to think what, obviously it's coming from Ephemeral, uh, but, like, what is that? I don't know. I guess because he's barely there uh, in Union Cross uh, and, well, in the main character story in Union Cross and in this game. Right. Um, and there's this storm of of uh, Keyblades from the Keyblade Graveyard that you ride around, which, again, was cool. And there's this moment where you're attacking um, and you get these special prompts that are presumably users of, of Union Cross and you're just shooting their Keyblades at this giant monster, which was it was an awesome moment. And I freaked out and thought it was great. Uh, but after the fact, I was like, well, wait a minute. Why did that happen? Yeah, uh, I think because uh, we, we didn't talk about they, they cut to a chess scene yes. when Sora. Yes. Um, yeah, I forgot about that because when Sora dies. That was another and thing we also, that didn't connect together. We didn't, we didn't talk about the Lich either. We didn't go through the whole oh, Lich right. situation. But um, the, the chess scene where Ericus pulls his... The guy says checkmate, which, first of all, neither of them know how chess works. Because when you say checkmate, the, the, game's, the over. game's over. You can say check. They could have said check, and then he still had to move. <laughs> but checkmate means game's over. So he, he grabs the piece and brings it back, and all these other pieces show up again. Um, And he says sometimes light comes from the past. Which, again, makes no and sense. Then, right. It, it doesn't. <laughs> but then afterwards, Sora comes down. And he's like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah. And they go, what was that? And someone goes, the light from the past. And I'm like, okay, so is that what Ericus is talking about? I don't know. Many years in the past, he knew that this was going to happen. I don't know. But for him, it's the... F- Wait, it was the past for him, too. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. It, it, there's a lot of things that don't make sense about like this Like we said, the, the, the ending, like, this moment, in this section, um, 
after this whole segment ends, we get to this labyrinth where we fight the people. But before this is like scene after scene of these Deus Ex Machinas that right. don't really. They have these very slight uh, explanations of, of through like the gameplay of what is happening, but at the same time, it's like, what, what, why? Yeah, first, it's lingering will. Then it's the all the keyblades from the past. Then it's our boy Yen Sid. All, coming there's down. a bunch of heartless, and he flies in through the heavens and obliterates them, and opens up this path of light. He for them to he go literally through. Gandalf's. He he's yeah. basically Gandalf. Yeah. Mo- Moses and Gandalf combined. Yeah, yeah I for real. I will say we talked about like uh, me and David saying like we think I, I feel like there were hints about Yensid like that he had a secret or something or that he was going to show up more. Um, at some point in the game, and I guess this counted. Um, I would still like to see what he looked like wielding a keyblade. Yeah, I, I don't know how you are a former keyblade master. You're either a keyblade master or you're not. So right? are we? Are we going to assume? Because I one of my notes is who was Xehanort's and Arrakis's master. Do do we assume that Yen Sid was their master? I don't think so. I think he was just learning at the same time around the same time yeah i think i think the idea is that he was a student at the same time they were okay yeah. i don't know if they've explicitly said wait that, a minute that's what's oh, yeah, been yeah but yeah it's it's yeah it's another one of those things um it's kind of and ambiguous my only question about that is what uh what kind of hair dye is eric is using because he looks good for yeah for an old dude yeah you know yeah um so we get all all of that that nonsense kind of happens. Um, uh, do you, do we want to talk about the scene with the lich? Like back up a little bit. Um, I don't think it's super important, other than that the scene at the end because he go Sora goes through and he saves everybody's hearts from this lich heartless, and he goes into all the different worlds, and then young Xehanort shows up at the end and goes, "What are you doing? You're doing the power of waking wrong," which. I think us as an audience are just as clueless to what the power of waking is as yeah, I think that's... I think Tetsuya Nomura is as clueless to what the power of waking is. <laughs> I think it was it was pretty explicit in Dream Drop Distance when they first name dropped it that the power of waking was to wake the sleeping worlds. Like that's what he was right. doing. Um and then somehow he lost that power. But then it turns into this whole other thing in this game, which and it apparently well, becomes very important at the end. Well what young Xehanort says is you can you don't use worlds to find hearts, you use hearts to find worlds. Right. What and, does that and guess, mean? I guess that is a sentence that makes sense sort of in context. Yeah, it, it's words, but <laughs> the the only other time I think we see it used uh is at the end of the game. Yeah, at the very end. When well, Sora uses it, but before that, um we haven't talked about it yet, but basically the whole crew shows up through the moon. That's true. <laughs> and Riku says, we used our hearts to find you. Mm. So he's using his heart to find a world. I see. And and he did have that power, presumably. Right. Because he was... Presumably. Be, because it's from so, the Mark of Mastery and, and Dream Job. And if you watch, the moon kind of has that big lock on mm-hmm. it thing. And that's the same thing that happens when Sora uses it at the end of the game. So that... I guess I'm. I don't understand what it is, but I know what it looks like. Right. <laughs> you there know, there is a a kind of internal logic about what's happening with that. Right. Um. But the, I think that scene's important because it kind of in infers the ending a little right. bit. Right. So it's important. 
I guess, to bring that up. Yeah. That Xehanort says but that. But again, it's another thing that it, it doesn't really... Uh, like a lot of things in the Kingdom Hearts world, I think... Uh, like I know you, you, you say that you think he had a plan, and I'm sure he did, I think, but I think there is stuff that just, that he, there are words that he put together that he later decided had to have a meaning, um, and that was one well, of Well, then you, you, you throw in, uh, the translation part That's of it. That's true. Because th- those might not even be his yeah. words. At, at the end of that scene, you find Kyrie, and you're kind of floating through space with her, and in, um, I just read this the other day. She says, or Sora says to her, wow, Kyrie, you make me strong. But in the Japanese version, he just says, wow, Kyrie, you're strong. Hmm. <laughs> so it, they, a lot of times they change things, you know, to kind of romanticize them, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. strange. I, there were, there were, yeah. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but there were, there were moments that I, um, that I wish that I knew like what the actual meaning of the, of the original script would have been. Um, right. And. And a lot of the moments where, like, the wording seems kind of ambiguous w- with what they're actually talking about. Right. I, I wonder, like, I wonder if this is the actual script. Um, and there's no way of knowing that, really. Because I don't... Right, without don't, knowing Japanese, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure at some point, someone will there will be some video about all the these radically important story stuff that was were lost in translation. And I'll eat it up and get really excited about it. Um, right. So... But then we get to what is, um, uh, the 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 next the the penultimate stage of the game, uh, the the labyrinth. What was it called? It had this weird name. Um, each each it had section like three had three different name. names. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Oh, so, right. Something of sky. Yeah, the sky of like s- the something. Stupidest names. I don't know. I don't. I know that sky is. I think I know knew that sky was a word. Um. I don't know. Also, before we talk about this labyrinth, um, I want to talk about. I want to go way back to the frozen world. Um, you, Sora is running after Elsa, and she puts up this ice wall, and then Larkseen shoots her lightning at it and turns it into this gigantic labyrinth that you have to run through. Um, and I was when that happened, I was like, "Wait a minute, what? I didn't. So I didn't know she could do that. I thought that was us going into." the ice castle and then when we got out of it i realized okay no that that hasn't happened yet <laughs> and, and it's also not anywhere in in the same space where you were it somehow shifts to another dimension or something yeah it's very weird how they did that and it's almost like they knew if they didn't create that they'd have to send us up and down the mountain three more <laughs> yeah. times yeah 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 <laughs> And and uh, so they decided, let's just make a space that has nothing to do with Frozen other than it's actually Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. But, but, yeah, that's my guess. I don't know. Um, and Lark scene apparently is extremely powerful. So Yeah, who knew? Uh, I didn't. She never – I didn't know she had ice magic. She never used it in Chain of Memories at all. Uh, oh. But, yeah. So we, back where we were – we go into this labyrinth, the Skyne of Severance. Yeah, I, I'm um, looking at the the names of it now. Um, and I thought I. So, throughout the game, I was hoping it would it would be like the latter half of Kingdom Hearts two, where you were fighting these different guys throughout the worlds. Like that's kind of what I went in expecting. Um, and instead, they saved all these battles for at the end. Uh, I thought I I I really enjoyed the section. Um, like much of the game, I was disappointed with how difficult it was because you would think. Right, when you're going up against three bot. Like the first battle I went into, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna straight up lose to these people." Yeah, because this is 
That's three real. guys who uh in in their previous games uh always wrecked me uh but then every one of them was pretty much a pushover um yeah and I, yeah they were all pretty easy but i agree it was my it was probably my favorite part of the yeah, game yeah because when you they go through they still those guys. they have neutered versions of the movesets they had in previous games but at the same time they're still using these these similar attacks and they all have these really um really cool individual like ultimate attacks that they do um and so visually it's it's really it's really cool um and it's also it's it's fun to to beat up on these guys who are just kind of taunting you the entire game right uh, another cool touch they did is um it will play one of their music at default mm-hmm. but when you defeat one, the one that's music it was playing it will play the other one's like theme music yeah. from the other game and i was just like that's a really cool touch because it i mean it's updated version of their theme music obviously yeah. like an orchestral but i i you know as someone who loves the music of kingdom hearts i that, thought that was oh, really yeah. cool um and it's interesting each it's also when you beat one it's cool and also weird that you get like this one-on-one like assassin's creed style cutscene where the where Sora is individually talking to these people presumably yeah. while the battle is still going on um right yeah i i enjoyed it it's corny yeah. and it, it it very much made me think of assassin's creed yeah but i i really and in assassin's creed at least they they set up why because you're in a simulation yep uh, in this game, it's just like no, they, they just stopped for a minute. <laughs> Everyone okay. stopped so, so this one version could get his his, his last words in. You know, they they right. they may be mortal enemies, but they 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 respect the the dead. Well, when we talked about it earlier, they try to humanize a lot of yeah. them, and um, sometimes it works. Sometimes and this is the moment for it. You get uh, as much as I liked it. Like after it all happens, it's it's kind of frustrating because you have the whole game where these guys are um, pretty clearly villains. Um, and the game up until this point says pretty much unambiguously, um, these guys are doing the wrong thing. Um, and then each one gets their own little moment of, uh, humanization. Um, for me, it's completely unearned. Uh, a lot of them do not work for me. Uh, some of them do, um, but none of them, none of them had any like kind of, story lead up to what is going on yeah for sure they didn't they didn't give them enough time to to pay that off necessarily uh the the only ones that really work for me are the ones where they don't try to um uh you know like uh zigbar really doesn't uh vanitas we and we talked about this already but Syax is another one that i actually really like Mm -hmm. because it's not he doesn't just go yeah i was bad and you were good but they bring up this whole girl plot that they made up for this game So yeah. uh, with those two characters, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at some point. But at least he's still kind of being a prick to yeah. Axel, and he's still kind. You know, he he's not betraying who he is to suddenly go. And the Marluxia one made sense to me. Don't get me wrong; I liked that yeah. one too because of the Union Cross tie-in. And but... also because, like, one of my big issues with Marluxia was that um, he was his whole introduction to you as a character was he was trying to overthrow the ruler, the leadership of the organization, and take control of it. Um, and then, so I was very disappointed that when he came back and was just working as his puppet for Xehanort. Right. Um, for sure. And so I, that was one, I was glad that they gave him this little moment of, uh, okay, I know what I'm, what I'm doing now. Yeah. Uh, I thought definitely. the Rika replica one, uh, his inclusion in the game was very confusing, uh, for me, but I, I really liked the ending of it. Um, where even though it was, it was still like nonsensical, like not i mean i under i get it like 
within the logic of the world, like you beat the Riku replica, and then the original Riku replica who was in Riku's heart, that happened at some point. Well, it, he go- it's the same guy. Yeah, from, from <laughs> just different... ones from the future and ones from the past. Right, and he goes and he like <laughs> g- rips the other Riku replica spirit out of him. I I could not figure this out for the life of me. I'm glad you guys are talking about it. It's it was like it didn't make sense, but I also so, sort of understood it. They lead you to believe early on when he first shows up. Not when he first shows up, when he shows up in the Keyblade right. Graveyard, because he was in Big Hero 6 World. Uh, they lead you to believe that this is Riku when he was possessed by Ansem yes. in Kingdom Hearts 1. But then when you win the fight, the replica that's in Riku's heart that they talked about earlier uh, says, he's not you, he's he's a, he's me, he's a replica from the past. So they kind of, they made it more confusing than it needed to be. They could have just from the beginning said, hey, this is the Riku replica. It, replica. It's not like it was some big reveal that made everybody go, yeah. <gasps> you know, so there was no reason to make it confusing. Um, I, it was Mickey Mouse's fault. Everything <laughs> was Mickey Mouse's fault. Yeah. So, Yeah, good Lord. Yeah, so the the Zigbar one, uh, we'll talk about the implications of it. It, it was strange to me, like he says, um, I don't know, Source says something about him not being worthy to wield a Keyblade, and Zigbar's like, oh yeah, well, Master Xehanort was going to give me his Keyblade, and so I am worthy. Uh, and then he commits suicide. Um, yeah. But he but, tells Sora to keep going. Not before saying as if. Is that what? the one where he tells, is, Bra- is Zigbar the one where he tells Sora to keep searching? And like, no, is, that's, um, am I mixing that up? With that's, that's in Toy Story. That's in Toy Story where he like young Xehanort, like whispers to him, find the ones that hearts connected to yours. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. There was one of the deaths where they're like, like tr- encouraging him to like keep going and, and to, oh, I think um, that was Luxor. Ansem. Oh yeah. Okay. It's Ansem because Ansem goes go out. Yeah, see yeah, yeah. Things, okay, okay. Sorry. Like, yeah. he, Carpe diem. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. We'll we'll get to that. But you know, it was it was very strange. Um, and the who were you with when you were fighting when you were Mickey? Who were you against? Uh that was against Marluxia, Luxord, and Larxene. Right. Yeah. So we talked about those. Um, the next next one we got uh, you and and Ventus and Aqua. Going against yep. uh, Terranort. Um, and Vanitas. And Vanitas. Yeah, Vanitas was cool. Uh, and and I, I really appreciated like the way the, the, the Terranort stuff worked. But also, I um, I was kind of confused again. Like, I guess Terra takes control over uh, Terranort's Ansem's Heartless. Um, <laughs> so, here's what I actually think okay. happened here. And they don't explain it. Of course. And I think they don't explain it because they don't want to ruin the reveal of the Guardian being Terra's heart. Yes. But Lingering Will shows up, fights Terranor, and then is never seen yeah. again. Very confusing. I think I think what happens is he, Lingering Will, goes into the Guardian. Yeah. And that's why he suddenly wants to help Ven and Aqua. But the problem with that theory is... In the fight, he still uses the Guardian, and the Guardian's still trying to, to beat you up. Right. So yep. from a gameplay standpoint, it doesn't make yeah. sense, but from the story, it kind of does. I think there's a cutscene coming with some final mix DLC that will tell us more about that, I hope. Yeah. Because I was just, just confused. Uh, you guys were confused why Lingering Will was there. I was confused as to where he went. Yeah. I mean, I agree. <laughs> like, he disappeared. You would have think, 
Like, and he, it wasn't even like he actually disappeared. Like, he just wasn't in the scene anymore. Yeah. Uh, and no one was looking around, reacting, like, to this guy that who just showed up. Um, but still, it was cool. Like, Terry came back and they had their, their heartfelt reunion, and that was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we, I liked the callback of him saying his, like, final right, line yeah. from Birth by Sleep and all that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was very good. Um, and then we have the fight with Axel and Kyrie against um Syx, Shion. uh against uh an unnamed organization member and I think Zemnus is there briefly uh yeah that again this was probably my favorite of all of them oh yeah um, this was definitely I my agree favorite. I think I agree. They, this was the best scene in the yeah, game. Yeah, they. I think they put a lot more work into it uh, because of the emotional weight of, that the characters involved had in the previous game. Um, but again, it was it was still kind of confusing what happens. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what happened. How she even exists yeah. in that scene. Uh, how she comes it, back, especially like, well. So you might say, okay, Sora kind of stops her, and her heart is in Sora's, and they, they talk about that early on in the game. Right. Like, Ienzo does the research and says, you have three hearts in you. But, so so that's the idea, is that she she was just a clone until her heart took control of that clone. Yeah, she was kind of an, an empty her, vessel. But literally ten seconds later, Sora's laying on the ground because Zenmus kicked him, and apparently it was the strongest kick of all time. Yeah. And Roxas comes back, and you see a shine come from Sora's chest to signify that Roxas is getting that heart. Yeah. Why didn't that yes, happen when that's she That's I was like, wait a so, minute. And the, so it doesn't really make and sense. And the only explanation is that she was still Shion beforehand, but then why Like, why is How she How did they there? have her heart? Because yeah. it was in Sora's. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't... Unless that third heart is not Shion's, and they didn't... They're not... Yeah, me and David had a conversation about this uh, yesterday, I think. Uh, yeah. I... Th- I, I I think it has to be Shion just because, like they say, the heart has been with Sora almost as long as Roxas's heart has been, and there was literally no other character that that in the game that could fit that description, unless right. it's an entirely new character. Um, which I wouldn't put past them. That does seem like something they would do to give like little breadcrumbs for the future. Um, but I think it was it was confusing, but at the same time, I was very happy that it was all happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I don't know if you guys noticed, but when you uh, when you fight Cyx after that, Roxas is unstoppable. Yeah, he's a beast. You can stand there and watch him beat Cyx, and then you just have to hit the final hit. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's so good. Uh, and I mean, he just—I wanted to control. <laughs> him it makes so sense. Bad. Every yeah. every time he's he shows up with those two keyblades, he basically destroys anyone who gets in front of him. Right. Well, that's a whole other thing too that I don't necessarily want to get into, but. He's not supposed to be able to have two keyblades anymore because it's just him. That's now. true, but I don't know. I, I would think <laughs> maybe that's just his gimmick know. now, though. He's but that's yeah, his... that's his thing. He has Oblivion and Oathkeeper. That's his thing. But <laughs> technically, he shouldn't. He should only. Yeah, have he one. got the second keyblade uh, from Shion, uh, but Shion was there. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It just it's nothing. None of it is really all that explained, except that we are. Familiar with the Roxas with with Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Also, um, yeah. If he didn't have Oathkeeper and Oblivion, it would yeah, it would have been weird. Would riot. Also, yeah. so we're glossing past something that did bother me, um, that comes into play later, is that Axel's Keyblade was destroyed. Pre- yeah. Oh, so yeah? that was weird. Um, Ansem like grabs him and he and he because Axel's kind of pathetic, sadly, in this spot. Um, 
and Ansel does or Zemnus rather. He shoots him with a laser and presume and like says you no longer have a keyblade, and then later he does. What? Yeah, I, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all, and that's actually one of those other scenes where they kind of wink at the audience. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he says he says the line of "I got so many people rooting for me." Yeah, you know, I got so many. And fans. it's like, yeah, people love Axel. No one acts as Axel. Yeah. Yes, no one acts as Axel. That's what he says. I forgot. Uh, but yeah, it is really strange and unexplained how because it, it's one thing if you're like, oh, he just made it. He could just resummon it. It's fine. But Zemnis even says the line, now you no longer have a Keyblade and you're still trying to play a hero yeah. or something like that. So he, they make this claim that he no longer has his Keyblade, but the next time you see him, he pulls it out and shoots it at the moon. So yeah. I, it doesn't, yeah. That, that bothered me yeah. too. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I, I I saw a quote that Nomura said, like he, he went and he rewrote the ending like many times uh, to yeah, it's in the art book that yeah, comes with the and he says like that it, it, yeah. he decided on the he on the simplest ending, and I guess that's what this is like. Um, in in I guess in, <laughs> ra- instead of like going into stuff, he ju- you just have these scenes happen to get to like the reunions that we that everyone wants to see and that we were uh, all kind of that that had been been teased. Um, and so I guess that that's why this stuff happens the way it does, just because uh, he, he rather than having uh, a full um, explanation, he has a start point and an end point, and so you just get to the end point because that's what everyone wants to see. Uh, but it, it's it's weird, um, like it doesn't take you out of the scenes in the moment, uh, but it's just like on further inspection the stuff is like wait a minute what is going on here right yeah yeah it, it's weird it, when you when you it's not stuff that either i didn't notice i didn't notice in the moment or it, i did but i was like ah, i don't care it's like uh one of my one of my big star wars arguments is that finn shouldn't have been able to fight kylo ren yeah. and you know he shouldn't have been able to fight for as long as he could have mm-hmm. and it, in in that movie, I was sitting there thinking about like he shouldn't really be going at it like this, but it's such a stupid argument. It's like just let yeah, it go and like just, it's cool to watch. Enjoy it, you know. Right. And I think that that was uh, kind of the uh, the guiding theme of the 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 final moments of this game is that you know this this stuff is is fun to do and fun to watch. Uh, so don't yeah. think about it. Right, right. It's it's supposed to be just lighthearted and fun even if it gets a little heavy sometimes yeah. and but it's like it's yeah. so weird because that's i it's like in direct um c- countering to what like the rest of the game is where it's all where it's all the time before this game was like all of these intricate moving pieces that you have to think about to figure out what's going on right right and then right at the end he's like eh, don't worry about it let's just just yeah. enjoy the ride and i did uh but <laughs> But still, it's weird. the The yeah. way he's made this games have programmed people like me to want to inspect every detail, every inch of the story that's happening. For sure, for sure. I, I'm I'm in the same yeah, boat. This this one's just very broad strokes. So, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I I was just gonna say then then we get to the Kyrie scene. Yes. Right? Uh, um, yeah. Zemnus he teleports away with Kyrie 
uh, and she's gone. Um, I want to, I want to talk about Kyrie for a second because I, I, I understood it in the first game because the whole premise of that where they were these lifelong friends, uh, and Sora was trying to go rescue them. But the importance that has been attached to Kyrie in the subsequent games is like baffling to me, uh, because she, she's not a character. She does not do anything she has no development um and so it's very weird to me how like it's hard for me to empathize with sora who is so distraught over her disappearance well i mean if you think of it from like a a realistic standpoint well i mean that's your friend yeah (laughs) that's his friend you know it's hard (laughs) for me to to say that and and empathize emphasize still Oh, that was the bad wrong word. But it's it's still hard for me to feel that way because most of the time you're just chasing after her. Uh we we've never right. seen them interact past I think this game they interacted more than they have in any other game. And it was, it was still, still very, very little. little. Yeah. And they <sighs> they didn't spend a lot of time with her, that's for sure. They're and I think a lot of people are really disappointed. Yeah, like I... I mean, it bothered me. Her and Axel, I thought, uh, like, the way Dream Drop Dissonance ended, I thought, like, that was going to be a point of emphasis, was them um, becoming Keyblade wielders and joining the fight. Uh, and then they were in two cutscenes, and then in the end of the game with you. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't do much in the end of the game either. Um no. The the main frustration for me is that we are we we've been told to care about these characters and Sora, Riku and Kairi is technically the main group but I never got anywhere near as emotionally affected as I did during um like the Axel and Shion and Roxas uh reunion or I mean, even the birth by sleep one was better. Like, there's just... I mean, just... like, they're... So, it's never gonna meet up with that, because those are characters who had their own entire games devel- uh, based around those relationships. Right. Um, whereas, Kyrie and Sora's relation... And Riku's relationship um, has never actually been explored in the games. Uh, it's just been, um, like, used as a as a tool to... Um, further the the story. Well, I mean, she's she's the she's the princess in another castle, yeah. right? That's yeah. the, it's it's that trope. And you know, back when the first Kingdom Hearts game was released, I think that trope was a little more accepted. And now right. people, you know, rightfully so, want to see women in powerful situations and um, not just a damsel in distress. The problem is that's what she's always been. Yeah. And so when they say, "Hey, we gave her a keyblade, and she's going to fight in the keyblade," yeah, war, you expect and her then they to. Sh- they show her not doing much. Right. It, it's gonna, it's gonna run rub people the wrong yeah. way for sure. And then she gets you know brutally she, murdered. She so. did more yeah. in Kingdom Hearts two when Riku threw her his keyblade right. than she did in this game. Well, to be fair. Uh, you know, she was fighting Shion, and Shion's probably just ten times better with a keyblade than she she <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, you're right. She Shion, she, if it was just the two of them in that, co- Shion would have murdered her easily. Yeah. Shion's got what? She's she must have at least Sora at the end of Kingdom Hearts one level ability. 
Yeah. Yeah, at least. So, that 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 was kind yeah. of one of the things that was kind of disappointing. Like I I really wanted um Kyrie but more so Axel to like actually show themselves as Keyblade users like you're not expecting them to be masters and maybe it's not fair considering who they were going up against but like they were in the hyperbolic time chamber essentially training as Keyblade wielders um and Axel was already before that a a very um a very good fighter uh, on his own merit and then it was kind of knocked over in one, in one hit you could argue that they didn't do a whole lot of training in that time chamber and Kyrie wrote some letters and tried <laughs> a new clothes that's true and and axel s- spent a lot of time looking at the sunset and wondering why it sets red <laughs> and so, not changing clothes uh, I, uh, I i i think you you could argue they didn't do a whole lot of training i would have liked true. to see a scene where they were training yeah. And Merlin's like, okay, do this or whatever. But then Merlin's just sitting in the bistro. So who was really training? Yeah, I thought wasn't it like the. uh, I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the good fairies. It was supposed to be Merlin. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Merlin training him, and he's just sitting in the bistro having a coffee, (laughs) holding, reading the Winnie the Pooh book. Oh yeah. I wonder if he does read that, or if he just has it. Also. Just one aside for a second. Why the heck do they never name Remy from Ratatouille? Like, they just call him the little I asked chef. my brother this, and apparently they never name him in the movie. The humans huh. never name him in the movie. Okay. So that's why they just call him <laughs> Little Chef. So yeah, I was like, well, couldn't he just, like, write down what his name is? And Jason Jason was like, he doesn't know the alphabet. And I was like, oh, uh, all right. Okay. That's fair. He could sure. cook, but I he guess doesn't so. know the alphabet. That's fair. I, I never saw the. So movie, yeah, I, so. I I was bothered by that too, but I, it makes sense in the if the movie if the humans never call him Remy, then yeah. okay, it makes sense to me. Uh, and then we get to the bo- the the three Xehanort fight, um, Ansem, uh, Zemnis, and Young Xehanort again. Another fight that it was definitely harder than the previous ones, just because but they had a lot too easy. They had a lot uh more extravagant uh super attacks that they would use, uh, but st- they had combo yeah. attacks. Uh. That was so cool. Yeah, it was it was a cool fight. Uh again, a little bit yeah. too easy. Uh yeah, I agree. Especially like compared to the just young Xehanort fight at the end of 3D that I had that I tried over yeah. maybe like 30 times before I finally Yeah, he was really rough in yeah. that game. You basically had to memorize his whole patterns uh right. and, and block everything. Uh yeah. Yeah. And then he's kind of a pushover in this one. Not a pushover. He's the easiest one to he's the easiest one to yeah. be out of the three of them. Uh which I guess uh, sort of makes sense because he's the youngest, but still. So what um, was the last one on all of y'all's? I I wanna know. Ansem. Uh I think I did Zemnus last. Ansem was my last one. I Ansem just he spaces too yeah. much. He has too many uh, you know, projectiles yeah. and stuff. I couldn't get yeah. near him. I th- did did we um, all do young Xehanort first? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was he, the easiest. And then he's a jerk, so Yeah, I like I was like, Oh yeah, this is it. I'm finally gonna whoop this kid. I, I went straight for him. Yeah. I do wish that, you know, like the way they had their like little combo attacks, I wish that we got some more combo attacks with the people we were fighting with. Yeah, that was yeah. in those sections. I, that was one thing I was disappointed with. Like right. I remember it was a big deal when you got Riku at the end of Kingdom Hearts two and you had these special attacks you could both use. Um and then right. there's nothing like that with Riku and Aqua at the if, end. If we're talking about uh, things that were cut from the game, I think that's yeah. a, that's a big one. Um, and each of for some reason, I okay, Young Xehanort is is good because you beat him and he's still like, you're nothing, Sora. 
you're gonna die soon enough so the, anyway. So the way None of this he was even talking matters. made me feel like there was still more planned out that we weren't aware of. And then no, he was just being a jerk. That's I I actually think he was alluding to Sora. Yeah, he's directly the power talking about what happens at the end of at the end of the game. Um yeah. but it was still says, it, it was great just because he was like he he, he just he never stopped being a jerk to you. Uh, and he was like, none of this... It doesn't matter that you beat me, because you're about to die anyway, and I'm just going to go back to the past and live my life. Yeah. Uh, it was... He he was a very good villain. I wish he was in the game more. I mean, he's probably there more than any of That's the true, other... Yeah. He's there in Toy Story, and then he shows up in the, uh, the Big Hero 6, like, Sleeping World or whatever, mm-hmm. and then... He was there. Uh, I I do I do like the way he he just kind of was a jerk. Still, the Zenmus one, very strange. I I like the writing, but they didn't do enough to pay that yeah. off. Like they didn't. He's never shown like uh, hanging out with organization members or like having yeah. a good time. Even in three five eight over two, where that shows the different side of most of those organization organization members. He just sits in his throne and like barks out yeah. orders. He doesn't. I mean, really even agree. as people so for him to go mutinize against him, like right. So for him to go, I'm so lonely and I miss my friends yeah, or it's whatever, weird. Or my colleagues. And it's also weird because this it's the same issue with all the people who have been norted. Like apparently, we are supposed to accept that these are like I just figured they were Xehanort, but now it's giving us this information that no, these are independent people with their own right. kind of motivations and thoughts and feelings. Um, when previously they were just like, Ansem and Xemnas seem to just have been tools of Xehanort, and now it's weird. Like, it's, these are, the he and Ansem are probably two of the, uh, two of the three most, um, unearned kind of late game flip-flop to, oh, I'm actually a good guy. Well, not good, but I'm not as bad as you think I am, or something like that. It's right. just. Or I wish you luck, it's, or. It's, it's you know. bizarre. Um, like yeah. I was, I was happy when when you defeat Young Xehanort and he, like, is still a jerk and you still hate him. And then you you fight these guys. It's like, wait a minute, what? It, it yeah. kind of that... a lot of the stuff that happens in the game kind of makes me question the the villains' motivations. Um, and I get that they wanted to make them more humanized, um, but. Sometimes, like, I feel like these guys work much better when they were straight-up villains uh, in yeah. their respective games. They're a lot more... I feel like they're more fleshed-out characters, and they're a lot more intimidating. Well, this just popped into my head. So, uh, gives this, Master Xehanort gives this speech about um, when they, the darkness and the light clash, it forms another piece of the Keyblade, yeah. right? Right. And... I wonder if, with a little more explanation, this would be a lot better of, yeah, once they form that piece of the Keyblade, that darkness, the Xehanort loses more control of them, or something like yeah. that. You know, they could have done something like that to make it, so then they are a little more sympathetic, and what they say maybe holds a little holds a little more weight, as opposed to, man, this guy's in, this guy's a, I almost swore again, this guy's a butthole, and he, you know, doesn't deserve any of my pity, but Sora's like, Wait, Ansem. You know, yeah. don't don't die. Yeah, it's you know? weird. 
And I, I mean, it sort of it makes sense from Sora's perspective because he his whole stick is that everyone can always be redeemed, and that's what I'm going to try to do. Right. Um. And and to your point, like they in the previous fights, after you would beat one, there would be this little scene of this like dark pillar shooting up into the sky, which is presumably the darkness going away from them. I mean, I wish it would have been nice if they put a little more detail and had like their eyes changed back to the normal color. Um, but I guess yeah. that that's sort of what's happening there. Uh, I don't I don't remember yeah. if that happened for Ansem or Zemnis, but it wouldn't make sense if that did. No, it did. It happened for for all of them. Yeah, it's, the, yeah the dark pillar would shoot up. And Ansem's yeah. is a, Ansem is weird because yeah, I I he says this weird stuff about like I don't know exploring. Well, he says I I talked about this earlier. He says, um, shoot, what was it? It's like Carpe Diem. He says, stuff. "I knew, I knew you were gonna beat me, and I wanted to defy my fate." Yeah. yeah. But when I found out that everybody had traded on us, I didn't care anymore. Okay, yeah. so that at that moment, it made me think. Wait a minute, was this guy the traitor that they were talking that Vexen was talking about earlier? Um, right. Because I, there possible. is a moment. I didn't think there about is that. a moment with with Ansem Sod and where he is, where he he takes. Um, he, he's taking, uh, Ansem the Wise to the lab and he, he's talking about how he, he, Ansem, uh, Ansem the Wise has to, uh, rescue the girl or whatever. It's very confusing, this whole little subplot. Uh, and then he gets saved and Ansem, uh, SOD is like, oh, okay, I see what's happening. And he doesn't go after them. So maybe I could, these are, yeah, these are things I'm just putting together now, but I, Right, I you just you just sparked it in my head too. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's a plausible theory actually. But again, it's it's not something that makes sense within his character, um, no. and they and it's definitely not laid out explicitly enough for you to think that's what's happening. Yeah. Well, his character, he's a he's a heartless. Yeah, he's he's literally darkness. <laughs> he's supposed to you know want to destroy the heart of all worlds. That's like his sole purpose. It's, yeah. So. Yeah, he's confusing as a character. But then he says, Sora goes, Ansem, and he goes, go forth now, boy, or something like that. Discover your own something uh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty poor. I, I like the Zenmus one a little more, even though I feel like it's it's just as not deserved, yeah. but at least the writing of it is good. Because mm-hmm. he says something, Sora says something like, being pain is human, Zenmus, and he looks up and he goes, it must be terribly difficult, or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, and, and, like, and, okay, yeah. I, and that's like a great line. I at least like that. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's. I feel like that's something that's been like echoed in sci-fi movies and stuff like that. Uh, for there's always these god characters that, uh, uh, lowercase g god characters that you know they yeah they they when they're finally faced with the pain of being human they're like oh my god how do you do it, uh, but it's it's weird like, I, I have to wonder what. Nomura's motivation was in doing this with these characters um, because it doesn't for me it doesn't really add anything to what's happening in the story no it doesn't really add to the story I enjoyed it but I, I think it was more of a fan service kind of thing like he I, I guarantee he had some, some sleepless nights going am I going to make everybody angry with this game I better yeah. do this I better do this I better do this so that's my guess is it was probably something that he thought because, you know, he has people that probably go, oh, Zenmus is my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, Ansem is my favorite character. And so he probably wanted to 
give those people a little bit of reward. Right, not or, just or like whatever. kill their favorite character and then have them be evil forever. I, I, I mean, I can, right. I can understand that, but yeah, especially yeah. with this being, uh, the, I mean, it was very publicly the end of the the trilogy, yeah. the Xehanort story arc. Presumably, those characters are never going to show up again. Presumably, but, of course, you know. No, that, I don't. I don't believe that. For also, you have to wonder when Ansem and Zemnas were first killed. Um, Master Xehanort came back. Uh, what comes back when they're killed uh, this time? So, I read that the the at least the prevailing theory is that they just went back to the timeline they were yanked from. They don't necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think we we destroyed those vessels they were in, but their hearts go back to their okay. yeah. Because even young Xehanort kind of says that. He says, I'm just going to go back to my time and live out my life, Sora. But you're yeah, dead. Yeah, I'm going to be fine. You're just an idiot <laughs> right. still. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to die eventually, but you're going to die immediately. Uh, yeah, and then we go to... Um, well, we... Scene of all, what? Go ahead. They, they, he summons... He gets his Keyblades. Xehanort does. Yeah. Well, he's one short. Right. And then he he's one short because he and Sora's like I'm not gonna fight you and he goes you need motivation and then he slashes Kyra oh yeah and that forms the last one also so those Keyblades um this was also like a brand new addition I don't know like nothing was ever said about those no being fo- like it, yeah l- l- like yeah we we I, get it when light and dark go together they form the Keyblade but the old. The only time that ever happened was when Ventus and Vanitas fought, and then they just had it. There were no... What, what happened to there, all the times we fought the other forms of him? What happened? Right. Where, where uh, are those gazing eyes? Where? Well, I think, I think the idea is that we're in the middle of this prophecy where the seven lights and the 13 darknesses clash, right. and they have to clash 13 times in order to make these keyblades. Maybe so, a prophecy, maybe it, just a chess game between friends. It's <laughs> yeah, possibly po- a really bad chess game between yeah. friends. By the way, who don't know how to play chess, um, but I I think what would have been more effective is if they had done you know because they showed the Keyblade breaking into like crystals at different points yeah. when it it broke into seven light crystals and thirteen darkness. If it would have just been those crystals. Then people wouldn't have been nearly as confused by it, but I think they he for some reason wanted to manifest it in a keyblade, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't know why that story decision was made. Um, but yeah, it, it seems it's very weird, and they don't really explain it. He just kind of goes, "When light and darkness clash, it forms a keyblade." What? <laughs> no, that's not what. That's not how it's gone before, dude. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's pretty confusing in that um... way. Um. And so then he he gets the keyblade the 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 X blade or the Chi blade whatever the Chi blade um, and he opens up Kingdom Hearts or summons it I'm still I'm still foggy on how those things are connected and and the things that happen to Kingdom Hearts um yeah I Kingdom Hearts it's 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 never the, made clear like intentionally I think in Kingdom Hearts one and two it's uh, left ambiguous what they are. But now in this game, when it's right up in the forefront, they still can't really explain what it is, and it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird. Well, and he's, it starts dropping darkness yeah. all over the place. I, it's supposed to cleanse the world, and that's like pretty much every villain's plot yeah. 
in everything ever. Right. But I'm gonna put the world uh, back to a, a pure state, uh, which uh, yeah. somehow apparently. But makes I don't him think a good he. Guy. Did he ever talk about that? I don't think he did. I think right? he does briefly. In any game? No, not in any previous game. Yeah, he talks about it in this game, but any previous no. game that wasn't his mo. No, right? he was. I mean, he was always trying to do it. There was. It was never really. Well, okay. I think he. I'm trying to remember if this was in previous games. I feel like in Birth by Sleep, he talked to Ericus about, like, look what happened after the first Keyblade War. What would happen if if another one happens? Right. It seemed more like morbid curiosity when you talked about it before. But then when when you, you know, we're moving ahead a little bit, but when you finally defeat him and he explains to Sora what's going to happen, it seems like he knows what's going to happen and that it's like some noble quest to make the world pure. Yeah. And it's like, no. He's I... so we had we had uh, Yen Sid being Moses earlier, and he's basically trying to be Noah, or at least like trying to cause this flood that would start yeah, the earth so. all over again. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 again it's very it's strange. Uh, I guess every, everything is supposed to be streamlined just to kind of get to the end. I guess, but it's right. the stuff that. It doesn't really make sense, and it do- and no. again, it doesn't really, it doesn't jive with the previous characterization of this person, right? Um, no, and I think I think what's gonna happen, my theory on it, is in the opening movie, they show Xehanort at his chessboard, and he looks in the sky and he sees this purple light, mm-hmm. and it shines into his eye. Do you guys remember? Yes. Right. I think what they're going to reveal, whether it's through the next game or future content for this game, that he's been actually being controlled by something more sinister. Oh, Lord. And his original, his original plot was what he describes in the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, but from BBS or whenever it started on, he's been controlled by somebody else. That's, and I know that's lame, but yeah, I, I, I could 100% really, see I don't know that why. happening. Um, and I think that kind of ties into what, the the post credit scene, it, yeah, it, it, it sort of you could find a, a connection there, uh, and and yeah. in the the kind of some of the secret reports about that stuff, um, it's yep. weird though, uh, but we but his timeline's messy too. He he that like is the young Xehanort that came to us the same one playing chess? They look different. Like there's a lot of weirdness with his timeline. That yeah, he's really got a uh, the young Xehanort playing chess has completely different eyes than the one that you fight. Uh, yeah. So presumably, and something. I, uh, maybe he got norded. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think this. Unfortunately, I think they mentioned the term "world lines" yes. in one of the secret reports, and I think yeah, this this I, game series. I, I, well, you look at the ending. I think that it's a hundred percent what's happening. It's heading towards different timelines, splitting yeah. timelines. Uh, and stuff which is that. So not that's... what I want. But but it's it's the completely logical direction for this game to go in honestly yeah uh they've done basically yep. everything else um yeah amnesia yep. time travel but and so there's this everything. moment before we get to the final world where um Xehanort has he's got the 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 x-blade and he's shooting this laser at the moon to open up kingdom hearts um also i th- uh, you you mentioned touched on it briefly how the darkness coming out and it was strange cuz I, I, I specifically remember this line from Kingdom Hearts One, where Sora's like, "I believe that Kingdom Hearts is light," uh, and it seems like the opposite happens here. 
Um, again, so well, that, when he says that, he thought the door to yeah, that uh, again that was the heart that, of worlds was light, or right? That it, he thought that was Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's stuff's all. Yeah, I don't think that was ever really supposed to be Kingdom Hearts. Once they decided they were making more games in this, <laughs> yeah. Series. Once they decided, so <laughs> just like he's not really handsome. Once Kingdom Hearts yes. two was created, yeah. uh, so there's this weird moment where they're they're going up and they can't they can't stop him. They can't stop Master Xehanort. And Riku's like, "Well, we still have one other plan, or something like that." And it's like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, Mickey comes in and he goes, "We got one more chance, ha huh? <laughs> And we gotta shoot him because he's a he's a poor. Yeah, this yeah, was like is, like what? What are you talking about? And, and it's had well, it had and, something to do with the time travel or something. And then and then Mickey's like, uh, Aqua Aqua and Riku, you're the only other masters here. You come with me. And Sora's like, wait, I'll do it. And they're like, oh okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, later, like, uh, send Donald and Goofy with you too. That's that good. actually and, that actually it made sense because that happens a bunch of times in the game. Where they're at Yensen's tower and they're like, "Okay, Riku and Mickey, you need to go do this." And then Sora's like, "No, so I'll like, do I it. I want to do it." Yeah, um, You're, that's true. There is an arc there with that um, that I didn't I didn't realize. So you just mentioned it right now. He does ask that quite a bit, and they finally let him. He actually does make a good reasoning too. You think he says, "Oh, Kingdom Hearts is the bigger threat. Let me go handle yeah. him." But then literally before Sora even passes through the fort portal, I'm pretty sure they just shot their keys at Kingdom Hearts and fixed yep. it. Like, it, it goes from purple yeah, to they, yellow. Like, immediately. They literally only needed... Axel probably could have done that with with yeah, no keyblade. Right. So I, it's a little confusing why that, that theory or that uh, kind of logic worked on them, but Sora, Sora wins yep. again. The, so. And so we go to Scala Ad Kylum, probably the most visually impressive world in the game and one that you wish you could explore. Uh, but yep. the moment you start walking around, there are these guys who just start harassing you. Um, and very, I don't know if you guys did this, but the music that plays before you get into like the first cutscene of the music of Scala Kylum is amazing. Oh, yeah. And dope. we hear it for 20 yeah. seconds. <laughs> it was dope. Uh, as long as you just stand in place. And I was yep. actually excited because, like, I expected to go into this final location and go immediately into the battle. But then you you show you pop up there and it's like, oh wait a minute, I can walk around. I'll get to explore yeah, a save this point and I can go back. Uh, and, and then nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you show up and Xehanort starts, and then all the twelve versions of him in these weird hoods show up. Uh, it was a very that was actually a very strange battle because I didn't know what I was doing half the time. Yeah, um, they all had yeah. really cool weapons. I mean, that was that was I'm, kind of neat. I'm pretty sure that Donald and Goofy like did the most damage on the guys. Yeah, because I just like walked up to one and he had like no health and I killed him. Well, me and my brother didn't even realize that they were. It was like a boss yeah. fight. We thought they were just showing up and disappearing, yeah. and then I realized they had a health yep. bar that between all of them. And I went, "Oh, we're fighting them right now." And then they called that Final Fantasy esque red beam from the sky move, which is pretty yeah. cool looking. But they called that down, and I was like, "This is a boss fight. You, you're supposed to fight them." Because we thought we were exploring it first, and then we realized there was not much to mm-hmm. explore. Yeah. And then we go into the final engagement with the ultimate evil that we at least who we think is the ultimate evil. Um and I thought I, Goat I, I liked the the final battle actually. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. See, I liked parts of of the Goat Xehanort fight when he's in his yeah. goat armor, 
but I really liked the final one on top of the yeah, tower. Yeah, when that he has the, the X-Blade. Uh, so, no, I actually, I really enjoyed the Goat Xehanort fight. Uh, and I know David specifically bemoaned the, the kind of, um, the changing uh, ways that you fight him. Okay. But I like fighting him on the ground. One uh, third, one third the of air the fight was great. And then the air and the water fight are the worst things in the world. I don't know. I liked. I thought the air <laughs> fight was fine. Um, because it's, I liked the water fight because your your combos in the water fight are so. Let me say, I I this is not something we talked about in the previous episode. I absolutely love the water combat and and oh the water traversal gosh. in this game. I think it's so fun. <laughs> you are a monster. I don't. I don't know how you like it. It's so uh, I imprecise. It's I like it. It's so. I think we've come light years away okay, from we, Kingdom Hearts I One mean, in, in Atlantica. Yes, you are correct. We've we've come a long way, but man, I just I feel like it's so imprecise. It for how crisp everything feels on the ground. It is not the same feeling in that boss fight, and it. Well, I normally me. don't. I normally don't like when you spend time building up all these abilities and then you get into a situation, a lengthy situation, where you cannot use them. Like, for example, Lion King in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2. I hated Lion King. Yeah. Um, But I felt like they, when you got in the water for the first time in Pirates, they made you powerful enough where it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, Lion King, I felt super weak. I felt super, like, uh, running around, floaty. Like, just, it wasn't fun to me. I'd rather have my normal keyblade and my powers and all that, but in the water I felt like it was good enough and it wasn't it wasn't such a huge part of the Caribbean world like it was something you could do if you wanted. Yeah. It didn't force me to do that for 3 hours straight. Right. So I I didn't I didn't really mind it. I thought it felt yeah, good. Yeah, I, I the air combat I did not yeah, like as it's, much. It's it's weird. Um I, I don't know. I really like the water. Uh I I love the way like the, di- the the different attacks feel, and I I I I'm pretty sure I have a soft spot for it just because of the the sea blizzard attack that shoots out like the shards of ice. Oh, that's super yeah. cool. Um, of course, David, you wouldn't know about that because you never use magic in the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you listened to that previous episode, but I yeah I did yeah, yeah. I didn't quite uh... dude the magic's the best stuff yeah, in the it's game great. it's so powerful yeah I need to if I if I go back and play proud mode I'll. I'll use it more. I've been I've been doing some end game stuff, like some of the flan mini games and stuff. And when enemies walk up, I just cast Thundara and then I walk yeah, away. it's, it's amazing. Care. You can you can move through any of the other worlds like with with absolute ease because you can one shot yeah. every enemy group. Yeah. Uh yeah. I guess I'll have to do that. Yeah, you gotta try it out. It's cool. Uh, and you can shoot Blizzard on the ground and then. Yes, on it. I remember. I text. I. I literally texted him about that because the first time it happened, I was like, "Whoa!" This so is awesome. I did. Yeah. I did do that a lot after you texted me, but um, then I never did it again. And arrow too. It's not <laughs> as useful, but arrow leaves like a little uh, jump pad, basically that you can jump yep. high into the air and go into flow motion, uh, which you know hardly exists in this game, but it's still cool to, in the moments that you have it. Yeah, yeah it was broken in, in oh, yeah. drop distance though, so. I'd rather have it yes. like this than where you can just like skip most of the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll say jumping over the, everything. The first thing I did when I got into Hercules World was I tried to flow motion jump off the side of a building up the mountain, and I was like, "Oh, dang it! They yep. took it out." <laughs> the one yeah. thing that I yep. liked about flow motion, I can't do anymore. Which yeah. I guess makes Definitely. sense because it did kind of break the game. Probably a good yeah. idea. 
Yeah. Um, and so we get to the final fight with Xehanort. Uh, he's got the Keyblade. He's old again. He's it's really cool. Um. Uh, I like how he teleports through keyholes. Yes. Yeah. That okay. Was great. I think that's really so. Clever. I I actually don't remember much of the fight because uh, I assume you did not do this, but I before everything I went and I got Ultima weapon. I did all the flans and stuff. Um, mm. And so this is definitely like a reason why all of the end game stuff was cake for me because Ultima weapon is it's absurdly it's, it's very a, powerful. it's absurd yeah. in this game. Um, yeah. Uh, and well, I didn't realize you could get it before that. Fight yeah. So I because I I I remember I looked up a guide for it and there one of the Ori Halcom Plus you need is is located in the final world. Um, and I remember I read that and I was like, oh, wait a minute. So that means you have to get to the last world in the game before you can go get it. Uh, and I didn't realize the final world was the name of a world in the game, but yeah. Yeah. It was, you the, can, you can, you can the do death it. World. Um, oh, oh, and it's transformation is, is great. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten it yet. I'll have to check it out, but it, it I know that it's, its power is higher than any other Keyblade, yeah. even after it's full level, right? Uh, well, you get it, and it is yeah, it's fully leveled up. Um, and I think the closest is the is the uh, Big Hero Six, but I think it's it's like three three higher strength and four higher magic than, wow. than Big Hero Six. Wow, 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 jeez. Yeah, it 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 obliterates. It has this shot lock attack that is just like this full screen explosion that kind of destroys everything on screen. Um, yeah, it's so your fight didn't last. Yeah, long, so a lot of these saying. animations that you saw that were cool, I didn't really see all of them because I was just kind of <laughs> melting the bosses. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, no, I I think that fight is probably the most fair and most uh, grounded Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. fight of the Xehanort fights because the other ones, you know, they're they're a little gimmicky, like he's turning the the walls over yeah. and stuff. Right. This one, it's it's just you and him and Donald and Goofy in an arena. The only issue uh, is when he turns you into rage form. Yes. Oh yeah, I do remember That's that. The, that was tough. Yeah. And that you you learn quickly. You just have to go after him yep. right away. You just have to. I you just got to go after him because otherwise he's gonna take yep. you down because you know you have no way to heal. Uh. But yeah, I, I thought it was a very satisfying boss fight. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um. I, I like the the Trinity power of friendship at the end with Donald and Goofy. Mm-hmm. That was a nice callback. I think, yeah, I think they did a really good job of fleshing out Donald and Goofy and Sora's relationship in this game more than they have in any yes. other. Uh, it, you know, they almost seemed like nuisances in certain aspects in the first two games, yeah. and then in this game, they're very much they're they're in it together, yeah. and, and, and they, that was they just carry a really Sora cool at, at many times emotionally in the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. I, I really appreciated them. I appreciate every time Donald thought there were ingredients around. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate every time they yelled at me that there was a, a hidden Mickey. Uh, and you and... look around and you're like, well, uh, I'll take yeah. your word for yeah, it. Don't don't know where <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I also like when you uh, put your... You aim your gummy phone at, at Donald, and he's like, "Wait, wait, I'm not ready." And he looks all sheepish, <laughs> and he won't let you take a picture of him. Yeah. So they're they're fun. They, I don't know if you listened to our first impressions of Kingdom Hearts, but I I did did mention that uh, one time when I was getting my food ready for dinner, I left just the camera on, pointed towards them, and 
they were doing stuff for like 20 minutes. I could hear them. Oh yeah. They, I could hear them talking. They for have forever. different things they do. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy how, and like there's a photo mission that you have to do where you have to take pictures of all your teammates mm-hmm. and they're always in the way. <laughs> like I'm trying to take a picture of Hercules and Goofy's like saluting me right in front of him. And I'm like, Goofy, get out of the way. I'm trying to take a picture of Hercules. But yeah, they they will constantly do things like, wait, you want to take a picture of me? A yuck? And it's like, no, I'm trying to take a picture of of Snowball or whatever. Marshmallow, that's his name. I always call him Snowball. The big uh, Is he ever actually named in the game or in Frozen? In the credits. Like? In the credits, it says Marshmallow. It's weird. Like, I um, know he has a name, but I can't remember ever hearing it spoken by someone. Well, Sora calls him Snowball at one point. Come here, you big snowball mm. when they're fighting. And so I just, in my head, I'm like, that's his name, yeah. Snowball, but it's Marshmallow. So, oh, What was I going to say? Um, so before we talk about the way the game ends, um, I want to talk about Master Xehanort for a second. Uh, I know, all, all respect to the guy they got to replace Leonard Nimoy. Uh, oh, he's he terrible. He was not good. He's <laughs> Uh, and I feel like it's, it really undermined his character. Like, in previous yeah. games, Master Xehanort, every time he was on the screen, it was like, oh, God, this guy. Well, he was he was intimidating. Uh, in yeah. this game, he was not ever that. Uh, and I think that's partially due to the change of voice actor um, uh, and the writing, actually, because... I really, it really got annoying how every character connected with Xehanort throughout the story until the end was like, everything that you're doing is just our plan and you're helping us achieve it. Um, and it really, right. like it, it took out a lot of the weight of what was happening in the story and it kind of um, made me dislike the villains in like a different way than you're supposed to dislike the villain. Like it made him seem like less less of a less intimidating and more just like i don't know it's hard to explain um i i feel like they found somebody who had like some of the vocal qualities of leonard nimoy but like the worst ones (laughs) if that makes sense because there are times he kind of sounds like leonard nimoy but not in the right way, and I don't know how to explain yeah. that. It's like they they were like, this guy kind of sounds like him. Let's just use him, and it's like, and some of his delivery of the lines is so right, bad. and it's all uh, it's all kind of flat and, too. Like he doesn't have right. the vivacity that the Leonard Nimoy had. Right, um, Kingdom Hearts. It's like, come on, yeah. man. Because I I am of the mind that Haley Joel Osment did his best work. Yeah, in his career oh, in this game. he's great in this game. He's so good. He's so good. And it's like, people are always like, well, he's so old now. How can he play Sora again? It doesn't matter. He is Sora. Like, and in this, the, the, one of the reasons I love that Roxas Shion uh, scene so much is his voice, Sora's voice acting in that scene is so yep. good. When he's just like, Shion, you can, you can stop. You can feel the emotion. Um, so it's really sad when Sora's having this conversation with Xehanort. And Xehanort sounds awful, and Sora sounds amazing. So yeah. it, it it's really disappointing. There's also I also think that part of it is the new character model, or rather the updated character model. The old um, PS, uh, or I guess not PlayStation, but um, in the previous games when they showed Master Xehanort, he had like his face was very like 
angular. Um, and they rounded out his face a lot in this, and he yeah, kind of th- it makes him look less like this brooding uh, villain and more just like a kind of creepy old man. Um, and yeah. it, it's another. I like the veins in yeah, his head. It's a, yeah, those were good. Like when you saw him from the back, <laughs> I was like, ooh, this guy's done some stuff. Um, but like every time you saw his face, it 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 was just all these little things that served to kind of undermine the character they had uh, built up before. And then the cherry on top is that uh, you're in your his final um, his final speech. He was talking about how he really wanted to save the world, and everything he was doing was to purge the darkness from the world, which of course makes no sense, uh, uh, considering all the stuff he had done beforehand. Like he was straight up killing people. Uh, this is not a good guy. And right. then they're like, oh wait, but he actually was. He had noble goals. Uh, I don't think anybody necessarily accepts that. Yeah. Like, none of the characters go, well, that's okay, yes. Zanor. But, um, and Sora's not the character to do it, but I was hoping that when he hands over the Keyblade, something, someone just would smack him with it or stab him with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, but if Sora did that, that would be extremely yeah. And if, if anyone was so. going to do it, it would probably be Terra, because, as we said, they the whole crew sh- mysteri- magically shows up at the end, right after he beats Xehanort. Uh, right, and then Terra doesn't do anything. They use the power yeah. of waking, presumably. <laughs> well, Ericus Ericus comes out of Terra, and hey, old friend, will you want to go finish that? Yeah. Chess oh, game? Okay, you know? so that that moment was really cool. I will say, yeah. as as silly as it was, when when he says the exact words he said to him in the chess game, where there's there's more to light than you think you know, and like the look of realization on Xehanort's face was. Uh, kind of neat. Yeah, yeah I and agree. I and I I, I also oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I also like um him him talking to his apprentices and apologizing to Aqua, yeah. apologizing to Ventus, but he doesn't apologize to Terra. He just looks at Terra and goes, "Hey, you need to take care of them." Which, if you played BBS, you know all Terra really wanted was his acceptance yeah. and his you know, and so he got it. You know, and and it it was a cool uh, finish to that whole big yeah. arc for them and I, I i did really enjoy ericus and mark hamill's amazing as Master yes ericus, so. that's all that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. it's it, it's oh, a okay, it's good. a great moment uh right there yeah, yeah. but then he hands sword the keyblade and I, I think it actually would have been really cool if they had led up to this where Sora's maybe in his head toying with the darkness or whatever, and then he just stabs Master Xehanort. <laughs> that would have been really oh. freaking cool. It would have been a completely different game. Yes, but it, it would have been really freaking cool. Oh, I, I, I would have, I would have enjoyed that. Been, that would have been something else. Yeah, and they're all shocked. Like, Sora, and he was like, he killed Gyrie. What do you guys <laughs> want? You know. So I had, and this is gonna sound terrible. I had forgotten he had killed Kyrie until this point in the game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I apparently everybody else did because no one cared. Everybody just let him fade away yep. peacefully with Ericus. Yeah. So even even when you kill Zebnas, who who made Kyrie disappear, like they say nothing about, hey, where's Kyrie? Yeah. You think you could uh, go get her for us? But I guess I guess Xehanort had her. Yeah, they knew Xehanort had her at that point. I think. I don't know but, I, because he. Yeah. Xehanort, like afterwards, when is when he brings her out. Uh, I thought it was well. They say they ask Zemus when they first get there, "Where's Kyrie?" And Riku goes, "What?" And he goes, "Kyrie, oh, he right. took Kyrie." And then Master Xehanort's like, "You, uh, 
they, they he mentions that he needs them to clash one more time after this in order to mm-hmm. get it. So he's kind of like saying, "Hey, I know these three chumps are gonna lose, but you need to clash with me again, and you require motivation or something." He says something yeah. along those lines. So I think they knew she was there. He they hadn't shown her. All yet, right. Though. Wow, Kingdom Hearts yeah. guys. Let's then, uh, we, then we get that's that's kind of how it ends. Well, sort of. Uh, that's how the gameplay part yeah. of it ends. You don't Master Ericus need to touch Master the controller. Ericus, they are reunited. They turn into children and presumably go to heaven or whatever uh or the final world I, i'm still not sure like <laughs> yeah um and then and then sora basically says hey guys i gotta i gotta peace out i gotta go find go Kyrie. Kyrie. and what's interesting about this is again mickey's like hey don't do this this is a yeah, bad this idea is dangerous and he's you like i have to and he's like no seriously don't do this and he goes oh my heart's strong whatever and riku goes hey man just let him do yeah. it <laughs> and and Mickey's like, oh, all right, if Riku says so, I, I guess. And then everyone everyone it, listens to Riku more than they listen to anyone else in this. Well, franchise. yeah, Sora does the same thing. Yeah, they even talk about it. Donald Goofy are like, if he listened to Yen Yen Sid as much as he listened to Riku, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they Sora's like, I'm it. listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, another great scene with with those three. Uh, and so yeah. the game ends with Sora going off into. The unknown to find Kyrie wherever, or save her, I don't know, uh, wherever she is. Um, and then we fast forward through the credits. The credits are great. I, I really enjoy the, the scenes of all the, the characters in the Disney worlds. Um, uh, Boy, that doesn't happen doesn't? yet. They, they go, no, they go to, um, they show Naminé being resurrected. Oh, okay, so the, the island stuff, okay. The island stuff happens before the oh, credits. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, I th- for some reason I thought yeah. that was at the end of the credits. Right, so there's a scene at the Destiny Islands. We got a nominee there. She's fine. Um, Shion, Roxas, uh, Axel. dope clothes. Axel is wearing actual clothes. Yeah, everybody has cool clothes. Shion and Axel have dope clothes. Axel has... Syx is there. Issa. Yeah. yeah. Issa they... has this great Frisbee-looking thing that I want. Yeah, it looks like Axel's Chakram, but it's but a, a Frisbee. frisbee? Uh, yeah, Donald I'll is buy that if they sell that. Making a snow... That's actually a that's a callback to BBS yeah. actually, when they were in in a uh, Radiant Garden, when they meet Ventus and they, they, he's like, "You want to play frisbee?" Yeah, I need to um, play BBS. I guess it's a decent game. It's it's not as bad as people yeah. say. I think it, it will it would be tough going to it after Kingdom Hearts, like after Kingdom after Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 3. three probably. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Pretty much the whole crew is there. Uh, you got Donald. You got Goofy. You got Riku. Uh. Hainer, Pencilette. Yes, you know everybody's there if Hainer, yeah. Pencilette. Except none no, of the parents. No, no Titus, uh, even though he lives there. Yeah, come the, on. Where's Titus, Waka, and Selfie at? Bring him back. Uh, yeah. yeah. No no Final no Fantasy characters. Final Fantasy That's characters, the rule. Even though nope. they were referenced. Except except made-up Tetsuya Nomura yeah. ones, but we'll get to that <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a... Uh, a big issue with the, the fact that Zexion basically repla- replaced Leon and uh, what they were doing in, in the story. Like, they were literally doing yeah, the exact true. same thing, and he just used Zexion yeah. instead, or Ienzo, as it were. Also, it's weird yeah. that uh, Ansem the Wise just had this random child working in his lab. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's a little Maybelos. weird, and they used to hold hands and eat ice yep. cream. <laughs> but he was also a scientist the... that was that was doing, yeah, he had a robe. doing actual infor- uh, research. Oh yeah, so everyone's on the 
on the the beach having fun and then they all look over to the the curved uh tree that that is iconic from the the old games and Kyrie sitting up there with Sora uh and they hold hands and it's wonderful and they're sharing a a pow poo fruit and then Sora disappears and i guess he was never there uh yeah it's tough to say because i when i watch this again if he's never there, why do they all look? Yeah. So, so he's never there, and it's they all look. It's kind of a callback to the scene where Sora and Kyrie are on the tree, and they're looking at Riku, and he's talking to himself. Where right. it's kind of the reverse; they're all looking at Kyrie by herself, and but I really I don't know. Me and Seth talked about this before theoretically i would assume this scene happens a solid amount of time in the future um yeah so okay. uh we have to get into like the secret scene uh to talk about this but i think yeah i think this is um so the whole thing with young zane are warning sora uh about the power of waking sora presumably uses it to go save kairi um and then he like has to have done that and succeeded and she's back and, and he is, you know, uh, dead or whatever. Um, and right. So, yeah, I think my, I, I can't imagine this takes place, uh, anytime soon after the, the end of kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I'm just confused. So they're all having a great time. Right. And, they all say, hey, look, there's Kyrie sitting there crying. I mean, that presumably could be it. Like, if you were at a party and there was just this girl over there crying, I would think it would be kind of like, uh. But you wouldn't be looking at it happy like they all were. You'd be kind of you'd be right. a little so, worried. So it's a little strange. I, I don't know. So I've heard people say Kyrie's never there at all because if you watch the scene slowly, they show that curved tree and no one's sitting yeah. up there. Maybe. Um. And and so I don't really buy that either because then they're all happy having a good time and neither of them are there. Then what are they looking <laughs> at? So it, 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 there's there's not a good answer yeah. to this that we're gonna get until we get some more information. Unfortunately, yes. uh, and uh, but it's I, I was telling my brother while we were playing this because we we watched it and then we were watching the credits and then um, I was like, you know what really would have been scummy is if they would have showed them sitting there holding hands, went to credits, and then at the end of the credits they showed sort of fading. Oh, that would have been that. that I kind of wish they had on my TV because that would have been a right. Because it, it, it's more powerful yes. that way, definitely. Because uh, you would have been like, "Oh wow, he got his happy ending." You watch the whole like, credits, and then he fades away, and you're like, "What? <laughs> oh no, he's gone." Yeah, that would have been but, great. Uh, instead, yeah. I, instead, we got a different scene at the end of the credits, which yes. I literally, I wish Seth had been there watching it with me, or someone that could wit. My jaw was dropped the whole time. I was yeah. blown away. I <laughs> um so we we see the gazing eye um the the evil keyblade kind of drop out of thin air into the keyblade graveyard, right? And yep. then you see the robed a robed figure carrying uh or dragging this black box towards it and then he picks up the gazing eye and is it at that point where the 
the masters start to form yeah, the, or the four the four trailers yep. show up four of yeah. them yep four of the five so we got well we got five yeah. of the six yeah. there because technically, technically yeah. the hooded figure is one of them too we um, got uh what are their names we got who cares i said uh that's the only one i ever remember because it's the uh, uh i and en- is there yeah, Envy, Ira. I said Envy, Ira. And, uh, I said. the one in right. the middle, and then the what's one the, the other one? Lushu. Uh, what's the dude's name? I know uh, Gula. Yeah, Gula. Gula's Gula there. It's a, such yeah. a stupid name. Like, yeah, they're all stupid. <laughs> they don't make any well, they're sense. Well, all, they're all based off the seven deadly sins, but like in Latin yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's something, it's something really they're stupid. Bad. It, Nomura loves using Latin. Yeah. He does. Uh even yeah. even but even like within Kingdom Hearts naming quality, these are bad names. Yes. yes they don't absolutely. resemble anything near names, except for Ira. So, yeah. So A said could be like a a, a, a name. I could see a yeah. said being a name. But the other ones are No really one bad. would ever name their child Envy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they show up, there's this yeah. the hooded figure in the middle. Uh, they're all like yelling at him, like, "What are you doing here, Lushu? Is that you? What what's going on?" And then he, "Why did you call us here?" Yeah, like, who knows how they're even there? Uh, they sh- they should be dead, but you know they're here. Um, and then Lushu pulls off his his hood, and it's Zigbar. Uh, uh my gosh, he's like, uh, they go. I haven't gone by that name in a yeah. long time. Um, I, I like, did not. Uh, I didn't even expect them to reveal who Lushu was in this game. Right. This they had to give us yeah. something. So this moment for me was equal parts uh incredible and and uh infuriating. Not infuriating, but I was just like, Ugh, are you kidding me? Um because I feel like this is just a total uh oh, we need Lushu to be someone that the players know who they are. Uh and and so they just decided to make it Zigbar, uh, and so I said earlier the scene where he dies, he's and he says um, Xehanort was going to give me his his keyblade, um, uh, and so like I feel like that that does not that does there's those two these two scenes like that scene does not work with him being Lushu because so, uh, he wouldn't have been you're... worried like he wouldn't have said anything I, I feel like he wouldn't have said. Like, I was going to become a Keyblade wielder. Like, that's what he was implying to Sora when he always was a Keyblade wielder. So, I think you're overthinking it while also under in a weird way. He had his part to play. And, like, that's that's the whole thing is that he even says, you know, uh, it's a long story uh, because I had my part to play this whole time. So, he he couldn't you know, outright be, he had to be part of this somehow. I mean, that had to be, his well, he role. had to be, he had to be Xehanort's apprentice right. in order to be given that keyblade. And so he had to wait around and, and get it. We don't know why he wanted yep. it back. Cause he originally gave it to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, like, but so in the secret I, reports, he, he, he elaborates that his role was to watch and, and, continue to follow the keyblade down the ages and then come back when there was going to be another keyblade war. Um but that was no that's not what his role originally was. Like 
in in back cover, the Master of Masters just said, uh, you have to take this Keyblade and pass it down uh, so I can see what happens in the future. And you have to have this box. Um, there was no... I, I And I get why they wouldn't put that in back cover, but that was another thing I think was added after the fact to make... Because they were like, oh, well, we have to make one a character that everyone knows, Lushu, to kind of tie all this together. Well, I think if they were going to pick a character to do it, I think Ziggler Yeah, he does the make the most sense. sense. And, it, and it kind of... Because he's always had his own thing yeah. going, and he's always kind of been, like, different. And you could tell he, he knew stuff that he wasn't yeah, letting it, on. And then we thought it was Birth by Sleep that was, oh, he's just been around since Birth by Sleep. But there was yeah, more And it, it does... It does I it, it can in retrospect kind of make what his actions like the way he immediately uh just kind of decided to start working with Xehanort and Birth by Sleep like it sort of makes sense why he would do that now because he's he's realized this guy had the Keyblade and he wanted it back for some reason um, but it's still it's it's weird like I liked it I yeah. was like oh snap it's it's Zigbar but also I was like wait a minute why is he him why does he have to be him. Well, what's infuriating about it to me is not that it's Zigbar, but that he answers zero questions. Yes. <laughs> they go, wait, what about this? And he just starts, he goes, he goes, I had my role yep. to play. And they're like, what? someone else asks him something, and he goes, Ava didn't make it. That's weird. Like, he's not answering anybody's yep. questions. And that's <laughs> that's what infuriates me, is it's like, just tell in, us something, In that moment, dude. we are the foretellers. We're like, yeah. tell us what's yes. happening. And Zigbar's like, nah, maybe... And Maybe he even later. smiles at the camera and goes, "Do you like long stories?" <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, yeah, it's it's we're going to get this yep. story whether we like this it or is not." This the next story. Uh, yeah. But what uh, what was more fascinating to me was the secret yes. movie. Uh, so we're, we're infinitely fascinating. We 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 we're forgetting one part of the last cutscene. Oh, which is yeah. the fact that somehow Xehanort and Arrakis are fortune tellers. And the this chess game they're playing is exactly what is happening in yeah. the then, future. And then Arrakis yeah. brings out the other pieces, and he's like, "Oh, I know a new game that we can play." Yeah, it's seven versus whatever. I would I would imagine thirteen because they have thirteen sources of light between all the groups of people. I hope they use different numbers. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see on that. Who knows? I mean, if you count the people on the front of the cover, there's 13. There are only two numbers in the world of Kingdom Hearts. 7 and 13. 13 and 7. <laughs> and then 358 yes, over 2. Yes, those, yeah. those also. And 0.2. Yeah. Uh, and 2.8. And 2.9. And 2.8. And 2. Right. And 2.8. Yeah. Lots of two points. Um. So... Yeah, that that's important. We asked, actually, I thought you were going to say a different scene, and that's Pete and Maleficent randomly yes. standing there and then walking separate directions. Uh, so this, yeah, this, their whole story. I don't even know. Like, I know, but I don't know why they're even in the game. Like they, all they do in the game is is go to different worlds and be like, "Is the box here?" And then they say, "Nope." And then sometimes they find to... other boxes and then they leave. Um, I want to know where Zigbar kept yeah, the box. Yeah, sure. Uh, all good questions. They, Does he have like I a think, bag of holding? Maybe it's on or? a different world line. The answer is when did he keep the box, Ooh. probably. Um, I mean, actually, <laughs> that's true because... So one of the huge revelations in Union Cross is that like Maleficent 
shows up back in time looking for the Bucks. I have to imagine that scene happens after the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, oh, no, no, no. That scene happens way before. She she didn't know about the box until oh. she got there. Lynn, she was looking for the Book and, of Prophecies then. Yeah, she was looking for okay. the Book of Prophecies. And Which she's what dumb we're enough. assuming oh, go ahead. is that the shadowy guy she talks to is mm-hmm. Luju. And he tells her the Book of Prophecies is in the box. Because in this game, Pete thinks it's common knowledge that the Book of Prophecies is in there. I don't think that's what's actually yeah. in there. Right. But who knows? Yep. And there were at one point, like, the in the in the Pirates world, apparently the organization was also looking for the box. That was another kind of little tidbit that they put in there that uh, um, was never revisited. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just had a thought. Maybe Zigbar was the traitor because he knew where the box was. Maybe. That could be it. That's fair. Again, these are questions with no and he, answers. And he wanted Xehanort's plan to fail. Or did he want it to succeed? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We uh, don't know. It, anyway, it's a secret, seemed, movie. Well, okay, secret movie. It seems like in this scenario, both failing and succeeding were the exact same outcome. Um, again, <laughs> yeah. one of the, one of the reasons that I didn't really like the Xehanort and his whole plan in this game is because everything was kind of pre-written, uh, and nothing you were doing seemed to have any effect. Like, I, I was waiting for this moment, because everyone was talking about, like, prophecies and stuff that was foretold to happen. I kept waiting for there to be this moment where they were like, oh, well, Sora is, he's this X-Factor, uh, and he changes things that are supposed to happen. But no... Everything actually that happened was all according to plan. Um, yep. So that was that was one of the things that frustrated me about the game. But the secret ending, pretty much the whole reason that I wanted to have you on here to talk about. Uh, n- not really, but I I really wanted I really wanted <laughs> to talk about this with with someone else uh, because I've already talked about it with David. Um, yeah. So we have uh, Sora wakes up in a city. It looks like. A city on Earth, and it turns out to be Tokyo, uh, specifically Shibuya, Shibuya uh, in Tokyo, yep. and more specifically uh, Shibuya from The World Ends with You. Um, yep. And mm, I I don't know if I keep going, but I don't know if Riku I buy that also wakes up in a city um, based on the stuff they show. It appears to be Shinjuku, which is also another part of Tokyo. Um, we see lots of sights of them walking around in this world. We see this strange character on top of the to- Tokyo government building in Shinjuku uh, who looks a lot like Riku, but he has two different colored eyes. Um, and then we see uh, the guy who we assume is the Master of Masters on top of a different building, um, possibly the Square Enix headquarters building. And he <laughs> and he, uh, he puts his hands together, his fingers and thumbs in the shape of a heart, and puts it up to the moon, uh, and that's how it ends. The the video is called Yozora, uh, which is the name of the the mysterious character who was on top of the 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 two uh, the two different colored eyed character who was also the the protagonist of the fictional video game in the Toy Story world Virum Rex, which in which it itself <laughs> is a very pointed reference to uh, Final Fan the the ill fated Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen. Uh, which Tetsuya Nomura yeah. was working on, and then uh, which got sort of canceled, and then he was removed from the project, and someone else uh, brought it back to life as Final Fantasy XV. Um, the characters in Virum Rex, like they're very easy, uh, direct parallels to characters in that were shown off in Versus Thirteen. 
Um, and even when they show that character, uh, the uh, this uh, one of the music tracks from Versus 13 starts playing. Uh, so that's clearly who that... But uh, it's so weird uh, that this guy somehow exists in some world when he was just a video game in the Toy Story world. Right. So I... I don't necessarily agree that it's the world ends with you. Um, a lot of reason people are saying that is because the 104 yes. building, which is a department store in uh, Shibuya, it's they use 109 in the world ends with you for copyright reasons because they can't just use the name. No, of the I store. think it's it's I just, in in real life it's the 109 building, and the world ends with you it's a 104 building. I believe. Um, wait, wait, in real life the it's what building? 109 building. Um. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, so it's four in the world's underview, so I got yes. it backwards. And in the okay, in the trail, in in Yozura, it is the ten four building. Yeah. So that um, we find out if you watch the uh, commercial they play before mm-hmm. Toy Story World, Toy Box World. If you if you slow it down, they show you know different shots of the city, and it that also takes place in Shibuya. Okay. So it doesn't to me it doesn't necessarily mean it's the world ends with you. I I think it looks way too realistic to be that. This because we've already seen those characters in Dream yeah. Drop Distance and they don't look that kind of realistic. I, right? And yeah. I know that that wasn't the art style that that game was going for. But to me, I I feel like it would be strange to have like ultra realistic Neku yes, standing there. Yes. It would be weird. Uh, <laughs> I really hope it happens cuz that would be biz- although okay, we'll talk about this. Um but that kind of the end of so I recently played the world is with you the final remix and it it has See, okay I've never played uh, it so it has an so, extra ending on the end of that that we'll talk about um but I think the showing like the way they show the ten four building in this it it is it has it's a direct reference to how they show it in the world in, ends with you um like I'd agree with that it it looks like that the way they show it I've seen the the um. The, that specific, like, um, so, uh, scene, not scene, but so yeah, on the game. I've I guess it's it, possible yeah. it's not the Shibuya from that. It is definitely directly evoking that. Um, and the fact that in Dream Drop Distance, Sora says at some point that he'll see them in Shibuya, it seems it's a little too much for it to be not that to me, but I could I could see how it's, it's, it's all its own little world. Right. So I guess... My question then is for you, with with the world ends of you, is Yozora in that world as well, or is Riku in a I different think, world? I though? think Riku is in a different world. Yeah, Riku, Riku's okay. in a different world. That was world. my the, uh, my first interpretation of this, that they're the, both the color, in... Um, the coloring is different. They're both in a... Yeah, they make a big deal about um, the, the blues in Riku's world and the reds in Sora's world. Um, huh. Uh, well... I don't know. When he wakes up originally, there's a blue and a yeah. red just shining down in the puddles there when he wakes up originally, and I thought that was interesting. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in all the Final Fantasy thirteen yes. versus um, uh, it's... just the amount of uh, references to it and, and everything. And, um, mer- and if the Square Enix building thing is true, that blows my mind. My brother just told me that today. He saw it on Reddit, and that and someone pulled up like Google Maps, and it pretty much is where it would need to be. Nomura uh, isn't bitter at all that he didn't get to make this. No, game. Yeah, I think I don't know how it's gonna work. I think a hundred percent the next Kingdom Hearts game is also going to backdoor be Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen, 
with uh, Yozora yeah. in it. Um, well, that yep. that would make sense because the whole thing about Versus 13, and it's why I was really excited about it, was it was supposed to be a strict Final Fantasy game with compl- complete Kingdom Hearts controls. Like, it was supposed right. to have the same battle engine, all that stuff, you know, where you come up. It's more freeform. Um, it was supposed to be like that. And that's why I was really excited about it. And then, no. Uh, I find uh, the a lot of the parallels between all these characters very interesting. Like, uh, do you guys know about, like, what, what the names mean and how yeah. they all kind of mean the same yeah. thing? Like Yozora means night sky, and Noctis Kalem means night sky, and Sora means yeah. sky. Yeah. Um, just just all that kind of stuff is just insane to me that he put when um in the the commercial they show you he warp strikes yep. somebody, but not in the same way. He just puts like a freaking warp portal around him and then yeah. strikes him, and it just just all this little stuff that's just like very pointed and very like. Hey, you know what? You're not going to let me make the game, but I'm going to make yep. it anyway. I mean, um, I'm excited for it. I think that would be awesome. I like I like I said, I don't I don't know how exactly like clearly he is trying to work this into Kingdom Hearts somehow. I don't know how it's going to work. Um we talked uh, about world lines earlier. Um so this is something mm-hmm. that uh it happens in, in Union Cross like after the war, the, there's this faction called the Dandelions that goes to a different world line to be safe. Um, and in some of the secret reports, uh, Zigbar talks about uh, a world line without a Keyblade War. Um, so clearly, this is—it's. I, I guess it's supposed to be like that's how that's where Sora is. He is in some sort of parallel universe. Um, may presu- that happens to be the world ends or, with you, or yeah, possibly or, yeah. Japan. Um, <laughs> some Japan. some version of actual Japan. Uh, and I maybe there's no Keyblades. Um, and I, I guess, I don't like the whole thing that with the master of masters making the moon into a heart, like, is that, is the kingdom hearts actually the moon in that world? And, um, (laughs) well, maybe he's just like, Oh, that's a moon that looks like uh, kingdom heart. I don't know. It's, it's all very strange. There's no real, uh, any connections, any theories we can, are are just going to be tenuous about how this works. Um, right. So. This is my theory. I think that after after Sora saves Kairi, he actually dies, and he is waking up in Shibuya in the Reapers game, because um, the whole the whole premise of the world ends with you is you play as Neku who who dies and he wakes up in Shibuya and he finds out he's in this game that if he wins he gets to come back to life, and there are a bunch of other dead people. Like now there are issues with that, but. He the way Sora wakes up like in the exact same spot and he looks up and he he does the exact same thing that Neku does. Um, it's e- it's either okay. See, I I've never played it, so I didn't yeah. know that. that it's was, either uh, uh, just okay. a clear evocation of that, or it is directly what's happening there. Um, I also don't know how that would work within Kingdom Hearts, but even um, in the world of view when they and the final remix that they put on Switch at the there's a new ending at the end of it and um that where Neku just straight up gets destroyed he like he dies and then there's it's there's this implication that there's this giant thing coming to destroy all of all of uh, whatever this world that they live in so i don't know exactly how those two things would work together um but so maybe it's not the canonical the world ends with you universe yeah. and it's just like it is just supposed to look like that to freak people out which i could totally understand 
Well, and okay, what makes sense to me about that, if if that is what it is, is that the theme here is stuff Nomura wanted to do and Square Enix yes. didn't let him. So he's talked about wanting to make a sequel to The World yep. Ends With You, but the game didn't sell yep. well enough. And that he hopes this this remix on Switch will sell good enough so he mm. can make more. And that that's like a, I don't know if it's a word for word quote, but it's close to what he said before. So that would also make sense in the way he does things yeah. recently, where he's just trying to throw all his properties into <laughs> one, into one super Nomuraverse. Right. I've seen a lot of people say they think Disney isn't going to be involved after this, but I, I don't yeah. think I don't that think that's possible because I think Disney owns Kingdom Hearts and I can't imagine they would let them do a game without Disney Worlds. Um, right. And so I don't know how that would work. Like, honestly, I, I think it's this is implying that we're going to get a Kingdom Hearts set in a more realistic world at the very least. Like, that's what we're seeing. Um, so I don't know how Disney Worlds. Right. Uh, but they. But that's how every secret movie's yeah, been, though. True. Yeah, especially the one with Riku and even like the one with Riku and Roxas at the end of Kingdom Hearts After 1. After Kingdom Hearts 1, yeah. I Yeah, that one was, it looked super cool, and we got a more cartoony version of that in that's Kingdom true. Hearts 2. I would, I would say, and I, I know, Seth, you feel very strongly about the secret movie, and I think it's a great one, but it is, compared to the other ones, it is kind of boring. Um, compared so, to like, I, I'll I'll agree with you on that, but only because it's not the second version of the secret movie. So the secret movie I remember from Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix is the one where they they there's all kinds of things flashing on the screen and it's very um, there's a lot more Keyblade fighting in it. It's just an extended version of it. The original version, while it's a little more exciting than this one, it doesn't have much to it. There's just it just kind of shows them running up the building at each other and that's about it, if I remember. So correctly. so Kingdom Hearts one had Sora, or it had Riku and Roxas fighting, a little bit and they, they fought. Heartless. I don't think they actually fought, did they? They fought Heartless at least, or at least okay. And yep. then the second Kingdom Hearts had the or was it Kingdom Hearts two or was it? I think Kingdom it Hearts was King- final. Mix I think it was Kingdom Hearts two final mix that had the. Uh, the birth by sleep stuff in it. Yeah, and yeah. that one was insane. I'd never yeah. seen anything well, like that. The first, the the Kingdom Hearts two one before before the final mix one because the final mix one was the extended one that showed uh, Terra's eye at the end and it had it changed color and all yeah. that. The first one was literally just them standing there in their armor after defeating something in the Keyblade graveyard, and it had the creepy um music playing i love that track it plays in the keyblade graveyard in this game a different version of it uh i don't remember what it, sunset horizon maybe i think that's the name of it and um they just showed the shadow of master Xehanort walking towards them when it, the big drums came in like the don 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 and it had just like words on the screen so the final mix one added that whole scene where they they fight master Xehanort and he turns like he forms into vanitas yeah. and himself and that whole scene from BBS. Well, then I'm excited so, for the final mix version of this one. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what I think we have to look forward to is a little bit more. than It's not going to be all the answers. It's not going to be everything. But he Nomura knows when to give us a little bit more of what's going on. And whenever they release this final mix version that's rumored, I can't imagine they won't include okay, a new secret. Okay, so let's talk it. this for the last thing we talk about. Uh, well, one probably the last thing. Um 
I don't think it's gonna be like. Do you mean like a re-release by Final Mix? Because I think Nomura. I think it'll be DLC. Yeah, no, Nomura has talked about. I think it will be a download about adding like free little DLC stuff to it, um, which I think, um, and I, that's what I think that would be at. What what other kind of DLC stuff do you think could be in the I, game? I think people are pretty disappointed by the mm-hmm. secret boss, so I think they're probably going to add something yeah. like that. Um, I could see them adding a kind of arena where you can fight the organization. Yeah, there was no no a... no Coliseum in this game. I think that's a that's a right. very easy. Uh, thing that they could put in for a, a dlc um i think they're gonna have a proud or not proud mode a critical mode i think they're gonna add that uh because right now there's just beginner standard and proud yeah uh and i and i think they're um i think there might be little content releases that like oh you there, here's this new keyblade mm-hmm. or here's i don't know i don't know what else they would do maybe yeah. more mini games or something but i think there's gonna be a big release and they're gonna call it the final mix pack or the final mix whatever however they want to call it the final mix update and it's going to have all that stuff um i i just think he knows people want it and then it's going to have some you beat all the stuff that comes with the final mix pack and you yeah. get the new, the new extended oh lord i can't i can't even imagine how what the extended version of this would be yeah i i don't even know cuz th- there's there to to your point david there's literally no action yeah, in this it's just like it's shots just, of city just a lot of like Pan panning cameras and very like very fast stuff cuts. flying by and yeah. so I think and this might be a little bit bold but it's because of my hope because there was something like it in three five eight over two days mission I would mode? hope that the no 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 not mission mode um, but well I mean maybe mission mode like I mean even if it's just a version of the Colosseum but you get to play as the other Keyblade Masters. Like, maybe a little bit more, like, you get to do some of the battle challenges as Aqua or do them as Riku. That'd be cool. Um, Because that's one of the things I loved about 358 over two days was playing, like, going back and doing stuff as Axel. You could play as all the organization. So that's my dream update is, like, a 358 over two style mission mode where you can go and do different, like, just little tiny little... Uh, I don't know. Even if they're just battle arenas, that but you can use all the different Keyblade wielders because like the the models are all in the game. Like you you fight alongside Shion and Roxas and alongside Kyrie and Axel. Like they have they have attacks that are programmed into the game. Let me use them. Yeah, I don't know about Kyrie and Axel. I don't think they have very many attacks. Well, they they fight I for. Them I think they fight lot. for like a little bit. Yeah. I but I didn't see them do anything that was like right. extraordinary. But I'm just saying they you do. could they just kind of hit with their keyblade and Kyrie will heal you. Yeah, I guess so. But still, that is what uh, I would like. But no, Roxas, Roxas yes. would be awesome. Oh um, yeah. Or Riku with his weird future car keyblade. Yeah. We got we got to yep. use it once. Yeah. Just once. Yep. It was so Um even Mickey yeah. would be wild cuz I mean we controlled Mickey in 2. When he mm-hmm. when you died and he came to save you and you could but. control him in three five eight over two, um. Yep. Then couldn't you be Donald or Goofy I in that game too? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could be them alone. I I think if once you beat the game, you could unlock Sora, yeah. Donald, and Goofy. Yeah, it's been oh my gosh. it's been so long. I don't since remember I that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the different forms of Roxas you could unlock and and Mickey. Um, and I, 
What I, ho- I I do hope there is more, like, they add more Riku content in, or more Aqua. Like, I would like to see that kind of interstitial stuff, like, what the heck, like, the stuff that, be able to play the stuff that Riku and Mickey were doing. Um, like, I thought there would be a lot yeah. more stuff of you as Riku in the Dark Margin, or in, in the Dark World looking for Aqua. Um, I would like them to add that stuff, to let me play that. I don't know that they will. I could see them... I could see them doing some more cutscenes like they have done in previous final mixes too, where they uh, maybe shed some light on some things. Because they did that a lot in Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2. Like, people don't remember that there were some spots in Kingdom Hearts 2 that were very confusing. And so they added a, a scene with, with Riku or a scene with uh, Axel or, you know, it, it, and so they added that stuff. Then you go, oh, okay, that yeah. makes more sense. So maybe a scene with the lingering will. I don't know. Stuff like that would be nice. Um, but I don't know that we'll get that. I, I, I think we'll at least get another secret boss and maybe some yeah. sort of Coliseum. One would hope. But maybe yeah. maybe put, yes. put throw Sephiroth in there for fun. Right. Hopefully it's not hey, there's more ingredients and recipes and that thing. <laughs> uh let me let me fight Cypher. Just throw throw him in Twilight Town. Let me go beat him up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't even go to the struggle yep. arena in this game. Wow! Yeah, I just realized that. Uh, they cut a lot of Twilight they did. down. I think they cut a lot of stuff, and that's why I think like I think that there is stuff that for them to be able to put back in. Um, yep. But we'll see what they do for sure. So, I think they're just kind of waiting to to tell us yeah. about some of it. They're they're giving the game its time to breathe. I mean, it's only it's, been out yeah. what two weeks now. Yeah. I, if that... I can't imagine it'll be anytime soon that we hear about this stuff, uh, but. Down the line, we'll we'll certainly be hearing, especially with with the amount uh, the the crazy amount this title sold. Um, I think they will certainly be adding some content to it. Well, and Square Enix say what you want about them, but they love money. So they, <laughs> if there's an opportunity to make some money, they're gonna do. Uh, yeah, I would sure. I would honestly not be mad if they gave this game the Final Fantasy 15 treatment, even though all those additions kind of made that game worse. Uh, <laughs> You think so? I I don't know about worse. I think it does not. Ooh man, this is a this is another discussion for another podcast. <laughs> I don't think like. that. Yeah. I don't think that it. I don't think that it enhances the experience of those games. Huh. Um, I think it kind of. I haven't played them in a while. I'd have to. I'd have to. I run think that stuff. It, it kind of. It kind of dilutes what the story is doing. Uh, you know, as much as. We could argue, like, if the story, if what that story is doing is good, um, I think it does kind of dilute that stuff. But I do think Ignis's episode, I'll agree with that, because they do some weird stuff yeah. with that, like some what-if scenarios and stuff, and it's like, wait, this is better. <laughs> Why yeah. are you doing this? Um, yeah. But there are also, but... there are no, like, clear indicate there in, in 15, there were very clear moments where the all these characters split up and there were large gaps of time that they were like, Oh, well we can just tell the story later. I don't know that there are as much of that in this game, but there are certainly some stories here and there to be told. Agreed. So, uh, do we have any final thoughts that we want to add on here? Um, uh, uh, Woody and Sully are savage. That's my note that yeah. I did not say during this. But Woody 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 let young Xehanort have it. Woody let young Xehanort have it. Uh 
other final note the toy story world existing as a separated world from itself was weird um <laughs> never explain and yeah that is strange and i never got to surf the heartless and twilight town like in the initial trailer um which was kind of disappointing but i did get oh, to yeah, surf i Key forgot Blades, that was in that so that's fine i guess and uh my other my other note that i have i'm basically to get rid of my notes is that airstep was shown in the trailers and you didn't have to use shotlock to use it and i wish that that would have been a thing in the game and i didn't have to use stupid shotlock to airstep well shotlock's so stupid because both sticks move it <laughs> Yes. Like, why I, can't I just have one stick move yes. it? Because then I'm, like, trying to move the camera, but then also, the, it's just like, just uh, let me use one stick. So, so that was my, those are my notes. But that's those are my final uh, ideas. It was a great game. I'm very happy Nomura is, uh, it looks like he's trying to make his own Marvel Universe of Nomuraverse with yep. um, all this stuff. I'm down and, for it. I'm I'm here throw, for it. Throw the bouncer in there. I want to see him in the game. <laughs> oh, dude, the he bouncer. He would fit perfectly Whoa. in this world, frankly. I haven't thought about that game in a long time. <laughs> Holy crap. I like the guy with the cactuar yes. jacket. We yeah, we got a cactuar in the game. We did. That's the only Final Fantasy character oh besides God. Cloud and Orange yeah, statues. That was hilarious. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I remember, yeah, what I remember about, building what that. You, Mike? I remember building that. I was like, what the heck is this going to be? And then it was a cactor. And I left. Yeah, and it played the fanfare. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. I wish I wish there had been a line that Sora was like, This 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 is familiar to me. I don't know why. Or at least just a little something. I think the It's one of the photo missions to take a picture of it from the Moogle. And I think the photo mission is literally called This Looks Familiar. <laughs> so yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Uh final thoughts. I, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is a great game. I know there's a lot of negativity surrounding it in certain circles, but um it's not perfect. No. But I, I really enjoy it and I think it you guys are people listening to this podcast already know that because why would you listen to a spoiler podcast if you yeah. haven't played the game yet? So I don't know what yeah. my point was. There. Uh, like we, we mentioned it last episode, uh it's easy to be critical of things that like we like a lot because, um, especially a game like this that we've been waiting for so long, um, and that we have these expectations. But the game is just it's it's a it's a fantastic game, just in spite of its flaws, probably at times because of its flaws. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I've enjoyed my I've enjoyed the past however many years uh, of of the theory crafting and and where we are now, and I can't wait to see where it goes and the insi- well, I'm I'm just glad we're back yes. to the theorycraft. There, there's a whole too. new wave. There, uh, there, there are people yeah. who probably weren't on, weren't even born, um, by the since the oh since gosh, the last time yeah. Kingdom Hearts came out as a number one, and and they get to experience the uh, the insanity of the uh, of waiting for the new Kingdom Hearts game. I'm excited for it, and yes. I I've had a, I've had a good time talking about it with you guys. Me also. I as well. And uh, and look forward to uh, I imagine Mike and them at the Ansem Report. Their uh, spoiler filled discussions are going to be coming up in the next couple days. Um, yeah, uh, we actually I actually have to go uh, work on editing that right now because it's supposed to come out tomorrow at noon. Yeah, so I'll... I'm gonna I'm gonna go work on that. But I enjoyed being on the podcast with you guys. I had a great time. Uh, 
Yeah, you have to let me come back sometime. We'll talk about some other games. Oh too, yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I love, I love video games. I'm excited to hear you and Seth maybe talk more about Final Fantasy 15 <laughs> or something. So. Uh. I've wanted for a long time to do a podcast about Final right. Fantasy 15. I'll, I'll have to thoughts, I'll have to refresh but... myself on that one before we do that. Yeah, me too. It's been, me it's, too. Been a, so... it's been a little bit since I've uh, since I've played that game. Yeah, uh, maybe when the um, the new yeah. the last episode comes out, the Arden yeah. DLC, maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. Then. All right, All right uh, well, Michael, awesome. why don't you uh, why don't you give 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 a little plug? Where can where can we where can the people the good people follow you at? Uh, they can follow me at Spike Getty Bros on Twitter. It's sound spelled just like it sounds. Um, and we our YouTube channel is the Super Spike Getty Bros, and uh, we post Let's Plays pretty much every day. And our podcast is on there every Friday at noon, and it's also on pretty much any podcast format you can think of, even Stitcher. Awesome. So, go, awesome. Go check them out. Thanks, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. And hey, keep keep listening to these guys because they're awesome. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. Um, and with that, um, I think we can we can end it with the uh, infamous words of the the master of masters, um, and tell you to go on and live your life, and may your heart be your guiding key. Wait, wait, wait for it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh no! Thank you. Oh darn it! I messed it up. <laughs> 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 Alright, bye. Ugh.